Oh shit. Welcome to episode oh. 56 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. A little tip of the cap to Uncle Joey with the oh shit. Kick that mule, give one. Kick that motherfucking mule. It's Thursday night, cocksuckers. If you guys aren't listening to the church of what's happening now, you are really doing yourself a disservice. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's one of my favorite. Probably, might, aside from the Average Joe's MMA Show, which is my favorite show to listen to, watch, etc., the church was happening now is so funny, man. Joey Diaz is a funny motherfucker. Yeah, yeah even even if you're just listening to the podcast version and not watching the YouTube yeah. one. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, it's still fucking hilarious. A little Thin Lizzy to kick things off tonight. And me, me and my boy, we got this bag of cocaine. Okay, we're down Mexico. Now I got nothing. It's Joey Diaz. Oh, so it was in North Brunswick, New Jersey. I was banging this hooker. I lit her wig on fire. I stole her cocaine and drove out with her fucking Acura. Went down to the fucking, uh, to the club, ate two lewds, and went home with a fucking transsexual. How you like that? <laughs> fucking Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey's here. Oh, shit. I don't think I ever sent that video to Ryan. Ryan. Oh, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you something on Twitter right now. And yes. Speak, sir. Ryan's back with us, baby. Well, kind of. He was. We may have lost him. Dempsey. Father Dempsey. Oh, you know what? I t- <laughs> Did you mute him? I fucking, <laughs> I fucking muted Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were playing the music you off his channel. Sons of bitches, they know my takes are too good. They just want to. <laughs> I forgot we were still running the music off his channel again <laughs> instead of my own channel. <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna mute him." This is the big welcome back. Oh, it's good to have you back, brother. You know, uh, you we know, were Connor's first show. Is yes. gonna be on mute now. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So tell us about him. You know, we're. Uh, uh, you, you've been expecting this uh, this set of yours for a while now, and uh, congratulations, he's here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it it, uh, <clears throat> it didn't go quite according to plan. Like uh, we talked, uh, I don't know if it was last time we talked during a previous show uh, before that, but we were going to be doing the the home birth. Uh, unfortunately, there was uh, some minor complications uh, when Kara's water broke, and uh, we ended up in the hospital. But um, Everything went smooth. Everything went great. Uh, Connor, Richard, Seamus, Dempsey is here in the world with us now. Um, you know, the everyone's doing great. Carrie's doing great. Carla's adjusting to the to being a big sister. She seems really happy with it. So, you know, uh, everything's going great right now for me. What was his size and weight when he was born? Uh, the size we were actually we were never told, and they didn't write it down on the card for us. But he uh, was three point four kilos or uh, eight point eight pounds. That's a big boy. So, Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the midwife actually when he was come, when he was delivered, the midwife actually looked at Karen and says, "Oh my God, I'm sorry. He has <laughs> such big shoulders." Yeah, that could have felt good. And then and I <clears throat> and I, I've told you guys, you know that. He stretches out his arms and you know opens up his hands and I you know, I might have a little uh, Rob Gronkowski on my hands. I think I have a tight end. Excellent. He looks like he, he looks like he might be able to be an athlete for me, so I might be able to retire. You know, freedom thirty five boys. 
Just keep praying he makes it to to the states to play because we all know there's no money in Canadian football. There's only Canadian money in that. <laughs> yes, you know. Uh, you know, two hundred fifty thousand dollars is a lot better than nothing. Canadian football. Work at Tim Hortons. Same thing. See what you got to do, Ryan, is once he gets older and and you start to develop his skills and stuff, you got you're gonna have to move back to Windsor. So you can send him to like one of those private Detroit colleges or Detroit high schools. Yes, and he can get recruited to an American college, quality, and then get you American. See, why would I send him to a, a Detroit school when I can send him to like a football hotbed like Oklahoma or Texas? Well, yeah, but are you gonna pick I mean, up? I don't and, want my kid playing in Michigan, Michigan uh, State. You know? I, don't, I don't want him to make make, make the pros and make some cash. You son of a bitch. Mute him again. <laughs> You're going on mute. That's what you get. That's what you get to mute me. I didn't fucking mute you. Uh, We're gonna already probably. Uh, I will say uh, the best part about uh, about Connor's birth, and I don't think the midwife, her assistant, or or Kara really got it, but you know, we're in the room. It's the four of us, and he comes out and. Kara gives him his first little feeding. They, you know, they would wipe down. Everything happens, and you know, they say, you know, Ryan, you know, you don't want to hold him. I said, you know, of course. And I picked him up, and you know, <clears throat> you know, still I got like, a little tears in my eyes, and I'm holding my arms, and I looked at my midwife, and I said, "Where the fuck's my second child?" And <laughs> then I had Carla. I'm standing there holding one kid. I'm standing there in the room. I'm like, where, where, where the fuck is my second child? <laughs> I, I'm standing there like an idiot holding one child. When I have, a, I'm a father of two. <laughs> I got another one somewhere. A double father. <laughs> and I'm standing there, you know, and everyone's looking at me like, come on, like, where's his second fucking child? Get the man a second child. I have two, That's you know. <laughs> you don't get, you don't uh, replace no, one every, with the other. Everyone's doing great. That's and fucking I awesome. Appreciate the. Uh, the post that you guys put up on the page there that day, awesome. uh, I, and uh, to all the uh, the people that reached out and did uh, you know congratulate me and thank me, I appreciate all the listeners for um, for all their well wishes and all their all their congratulations. I do thank everybody that listens. Well, I'm glad you got to come on, brother, because I was I was basically kicking you off this week and the fucking fight night this Saturday. I was like, fuck it, you're not gonna fucking do it. You're kicked off, and you're like, I thought I was doing it. And I'm like, well, fuck it, you're doing it. Me, me and Jeff were like, oh, we thought he was doing it. <laughs> I, and I had, I had written you off. I was like, I was like, fuck it, man. You know, you're not allowed. You know, you're going to stay home with your kid. But you know what? At this point, uh, kid's home, kid's happy, kid's healthy. You can't just sit there and watch him sleep the whole time. I remember how it was. You know, uh, you can't sit there and watch sleep. You still got to go on with your life, too. You got to do fun shit for yourself. You might as well come on and do the fucking show. Well, he was the one that was, like, exactly. adamant. Exactly. He was the one that was adamant that he was doing the Fight Night 209 from, like, Jump. Mm-hmm. Because we had had that one set up before we did the second <clears throat> one. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, all right, well, this is, this is definitely happening. And then we talked about it like two weeks ago before baby time came. And he was like, yeah, I'm still doing that one. So that's when he was like, I'm going to take Thursday off. I was like, that's fine. Saturday's the important one anyway. Yeah. And then you were like, nope, well, you're I not. No, like I, I knew you're I grounded. The second one. Dad, I had missed the first one, so I had to be there. Dad tried to ground you. Yeah. I mean, you know, at, at 10 o'clock fight start time, <clears throat> you know. You'll be up all night with a kid anyway. Except for the, the the demons, and that's where I'm at, so. As you can tell, I can mute you with a single button, so I was almost about to mute your ass and ground you again. 
You run with some trouble. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Dad's <laughs> handing out fucking groundings around here. You know, don't forget, I can't. I I get your guys' conversation like two seconds afterwards, right? So I of start talking beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Still, we're just saying. Dad, Dad's handing out grounding. We're, we were talking about I, when we were talking about grounding you. I was talking about him telling you you couldn't come on the show this weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that was a. Uh, this actually is a real like last second like. This is last second as dinner. fuck. <laughs> I was making dinner and I saw the messages from you guys. I was like, "Well, fuck, you guys want me on? Let's do this thing." Right? Well, we were gonna we were gonna have Tony and Tony couldn't make it or something. And Jeff was gonna be later. Then Jeffy was Jeff wasn't gonna be later. And, I mean, there was just so much going on this week. And, uh, you know, shout out to Tony for coming on last week. He did a great job again. You know, I had talked to him a little bit, and he was, uh, it was like, you know, man, it's a big difference from doing a flight night show to doing, you know, regular podcasts. Yeah. He's like, man, these regular podcasts are fucking fast-paced. And if you guys haven't listened to last week's episode, go back and listen to it, because, like, like, Tony did a fantastic job. He fucking laid it down, man. For, for never doing one of these before and coming into <laughs> the fucking – the lion's den, yeah, and, and hammering it down, man. He fucking roared. He he stepped up. He did a good job, <clears throat> and he had fun too. That's the thing too. He looked yeah, like he, he was loosened, having a blast. loosened up a little bit more. He's getting more used to the mic being in his face. And it's stuff. fucking tough, man. It's not easy. Oh, yeah. It's not easy to come in and do this with 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 Jeff and I. Who always want to fucking talk, and I have ten thousand things to say about one subject, and say, okay, now what do you got to say? And he's like, you guys fucking talked it to death. Now what do you want me to fucking say? <laughs> you want me to say yes? Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I concur. You covered every fucking angle. Yeah, yeah. but he did good, man, and he and he had great stuff. It's and it's no, also Tony, fun. Tony did a fantastic job. And it's Tony, also fun this, to have uh, him on. Thank you very yeah. much for stepping in for me, there, Tony. I do uh, I do appreciate you stepping in for me last week. It was uh, yeah, it was a great job. Like I said, on top of having uh, on top of doing a great job and throwing it down he was he was a lot of fun to have on the show and it was it was really enjoyable to have on here and i and i told him this while he was here and, I, and i've typed and i've posted about this yeah, kids welcome here anytime he wants uh he can come in for a show he can come over just to hang out he can come and just watch it so he's yeah. he's welcome in my house anytime he wants to come out he made a new friend with me man and he's he's a great can dude I come over too? anytime you want motherfucker <laughs> fuck no but call okay. first when are you gonna get your? Uh, ca- <laughs> we can we can talk about you coming over when you get your goddamn paperwork set in. Bring Hortons. Well, I figured that since for the last what? How old's America now? Like almost two hundred and fifty years. I'm just gonna jump the border like the Mexicans. I'm just gonna Good show luck. Dave's door. No papers, no nothing. This is Trump's America. You know what? Uh, got nothing on me. You know yeah. what uh, Joe Rogan said about this uh, traveling and, and passports and all that. He said, "How stupid is it that some people?" Landed on a piece of dirt and put up an invisible wall and said, "You can't come here unless you have a piece of paper." Yeah. How fucking stupid is that? Yeah. And now Habib can't get his fucking brother and cousin over to help corner him. You Wasn't can't... it his dad? His dad and his cousin. His dad and his cousin. Okay. His dad and his cousin were both going to corner him on Saturday, but now they can't. Oh, so fucking of stupid. This invisible wall. That's so fucking stupid. Unbelievable. And you know what? If you know what, I'm gonna save it for that for when we review that because I got something to say about that. We'll save it for them. Right, Timing's yeah. not right. Yeah, I, I I highly I highly uh, uh, believe that we all have a a same agreement of what's gonna be said when we get into that topic. Yeah, I'm gonna get a lot of hell. I can already feel it. That's all right. That's all good. Hey man, 
Play you get a lot of hell anyway. Bullets. How you guys been? You guys miss me? With every bullet so far. <laughs> uh, yes, Dave, Dave, I literally asked you that question hoping you were going to say that. Because <laughs> Mirror Children is the greatest show ever produced. Isn't it? Al Bundy is the greatest husband ever. I love it, dude. I have Mirror with Children on Plex. I can watch it all oh, fucking day. I'm so happy that you it said that, Dave. You just made my entire Oh, man. Year. I love Al, dude. I love Al Bundy. He's fucking... He's he's the man's man. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Every bullet so far, Peg. <laughs> oh God, I'm so. Oh. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> oh God. So, um, have you guys been? Uh, this is kind of a, a a preview, I guess, for what we're going to talk about. Have you guys watched all the media surrounding the fight this weekend? Have you guys noticed uh, a jump I've, in all uh, a jump in all the coverage I, that I, they've been putting out for? 209 as opposed to the last couple of previous ones because well, I got, think they've got things to actually talk about. <laughs> I, th- I think that they're. I'm actually. I'm gonna just shut up for a minute. A quick statement to the back seat here. Shut up. <laughs> I haven't finished saying what I'm trying to say yet. I think I've noticed. <laughs> now you know my pain. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Ryan. Shut up till I'm done. I think I've noticed a really big increase in the amount of media coverage, scrums, interviews. I got to posting a ton of the stuff on the page, and I and I usually do that um, leading up to the fights. But this week in particular, there has been a shit ton of open media. There's there was like three separate open media workouts just for Ferguson alone that I posted to the page. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it wasn't just different ones from the same um, the same angle. Uh, he was in different outfits, so you could tell they were different ones, right? Did you guys notice a, a an extremely increased amount of media for this two hundred nine, Jeff? Yes, I mean I, I saw. I haven't really watched a lot of the coverage and stuff because I just I don't know. I'm, okay, I'm excited for these fights, but like the the build up for it, I don't. Tyron has turned me off, of course, because okay. I can't listen to him bitch and cry about why nobody likes him and why he's such sure. a deserving champion and. and Nobody likes me because I'm black. No, black. nobody likes you because you're a fucking asshole. But yeah, I have noticed a, a lot of, especially I've, I've seen a lot more articles on this one like coming out through the different media outlets through Twitter uh, than I did for 208 and and so on back. But there's a lot more story here. I mean, you already the main event itself. You've got the draw, you know, to come off of the bad blood off of that all the bullshit with Tyron and him going back and forth with Dana and Dana calling him a crybaby and mm-hmm. all this other shit. And then you got Tony and, and Habib. I mean, that media call, like that was crazy. Those two went at each other hard. Yeah. Tony in particular, hard. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's a lot more hype to this card than there has been, but, but Rightfully so, because the fights are better. Are they selling itself, or is WME doing more? Combination of both. Okay. I think they're willing to get behind it more because there's more to get behind. What do you think, Ryan? Have, have you noticed uh, more uh, more media, them pushing it more, or is it just a natural progression of things? Um, well, that's what, that's what I was going to say uh, before you hit mute there, Dave. I wasn't done talking, um, brother. No, um, I was actually going to just say, like, the, like, I have missed probably last, like, ten days to two weeks 
of a lot of MMA stuff. I've only ever seen like minor headlines here and there, so I have not been able to actually see um, a lot to actually have like a, a fair assessment uh, for 209 going into the card for when it comes to uh, promotion and uh, things like that nature. Yeah, I have it. Okay, well, no, that's a, that's fair because you've kind of been tied up with, you know, life changing, life altering situations going on. You know, I, I wouldn't fault you for not, uh, you know, keeping your face tied yeah, into uh, MMA news for the last goddamn week. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, like, like today I, I jumped on, and the first thing that I saw it was, um, I think it was I think it was embedded. But it, was, it could have just been a UFC video, hmm. but it was Wonder Boy and uh, Woodley, and it was them with the magician. And I saw the headline. And I was like, "Well, uh, I'm gonna skip this one because I was like, I'm gonna see Woodley and and Wonder Boy with the magician." It just it just seems to me that um, <laughs> usually I see them do like one open workout. 20 minutes, they yeah, go out there. Today, around this time, yeah, and Wednesday, Thursday. And I've been posting them over the last week, two, three different ones, a couple of scrums, couple, you know. It's Vegas, too, though. Another you know. another reason is Vegas. They well, haven't been bigger, back to Vegas in a while. Bigger bigger outlet, bigger fights, of, you know. I mean, when was the last card in Vegas? It's been a couple months. Mm, yeah, and that's a long time for what? a Vegas 205, layout. 205 was in New York. 206 was... Wasn't two hundred seven in, in Toronto? <clears throat> no, two hundred seven was in. No, it was in Vegas. You're right. I was thinking it was in California. Even still, I mean, first I was thinking that two hundred seven was. But, in... but, but, but in all fairness, two hundred seven did not feel like it was in Vegas because two hundred seven was just the Ronda Rousey show. Basically, yeah, yeah. that was all that it was. Yeah. Right, right, right. <clears throat> that two hundred eight was in Brooklyn, so. Yeah, for some reason I keep thinking that 206 or 207, 207 was in, I keep thinking it was in California, but that was supposed to be in California, and they canceled it. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Yeah, because because Mm -hmm. this one was rescheduled. Because 208 was supposed to be, or 209 was supposed to be in Brooklyn, and then 210 was supposed to be in Vegas or some shit like that, and then they swapped them all around. Maybe I've just noticed more. Maybe it's just me. But I, I just felt like there was no. I mean, I have noticed a, a lot more coverage. But like I said, these fights, you know, give you a reason to really get behind it. You know, there was most of the talk leading up to 208 was just how much of a sham it was that those two were fighting for a belt because Cyborg couldn't fight. Mm-hmm. This now, you got. Can I ask you a quick question about uh, about the promotion for this card? Yeah. Um, because you guys have seen more promotion than I have. Do you find it funny that? This card is arguably, hands down, 3,000 times better than what 208 was on paper. Absolutely. But yet, 2000, or, uh, 208, rather, sorry, got so much more promotion uh, just because of Rousey. Do, do you guys, did you guys feel that, too? Or is it because of the... I've missed some of the uh, stuff in the last couple of weeks. Um, there's there's two parts, two moving parts to that. One, 208 didn't get a lot of promotion. Ronda Rousey got two, a lot of promotion. 207. Or, sorry. That was... Uh, Ronda wasn't on 208. She was on 207. 208 was oh, Holly. 208 was, uh, was Holly. Uh, Holly and, JD, and GDR. Right, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. You're right. 208 just... 208 just fell flat. 208 sucked. There wasn't well, a lot to promote. Was it. There but, was, and they uh, knew it. 
And they knew it. And they knew it going in. So why really waste the money but, on something you know you're not going to get a return on that investment? Even in, and if he went right. to 207's... Uh, marketing model 207 wasn't marketed ronda rousey was no that and, and to that's to ryan's point absolutely i think i think wme and the ufc sunk more uh money and time into promoting because they had ronda mm-hmm. but i think overall the coverage because the media really didn't do a lot of covering for 207 because ronda wasn't going to be available so there wasn't a lot of extra media attention to it you know what I mean? Ronda wasn't doing interviews. She didn't right, do it. Right, and and yeah. nobody was giving fucking the champ her due except for Flo. A couple people here Flo, and there. Flo was the one, and, yeah. I, and I pointed that out at the time. Uh, Jim Edwards did a great job on pieces on Amanda Nunes and shit like that. But, yeah, to your point, WME, I think they sunk more money into it because Ronda was coming back. But mm-hmm. – this has gotten more of the regular media coverage outside of because I mean their promotion's been decent on it. But, yeah, but the, was WME after or before two hundred five? It was before, right? The company was sold before, and yeah, yeah, the, the WME I think took over two hundred three or two hundred four. It was because Frank and Lorenzo weren't even at in New York. Because I think that Connor Diaz Lorenzo, or two Frank was, was Lorenzo was WME. That was one ninety. Oh no, that was two hundred two. Yeah, I think the second one. That was that. I think that was a WME belt, right? Because I I truly think like and again I haven't read articles enough to know, but from headlines that I've seen, like through like Facebook and Twitter and and all that jazz. Um. 209 seems to be getting less love than 207. And it, it for me, the two best cards that WME, uh, WME would have put out was 205, 209. I don't think 202. I mean, I think this, obviously the sale had happened, but I'm pretty but sure. But the promotion was already done I th- I for think, that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The promotion was already done. Right. I, I think. But, I want to okay, say two o four or two. I should clarify though. I should clar- let me clarify. Um, two o five was not a Fertitta. It was a yeah. Jimmy, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so because I think that from what I've seen, um, the top th- the for the top three for promotions that I've seen would be two o five, two o seven, two o nine. But look and at 209 should have a lot more than 207. Yeah, but, but the, the, I still see Ronda's name plastered everywhere, even though she's not even fighting right now. Here, like I, I go on, I, I log into something, and it's Ronda puts up an, uh, an inspirational Instagram video about the clouds are rising, and so am I. Ronda's a bigger starter than anyone on 209. Thank you. That was the point I was trying to make, too, is, yeah, round, well, with 205, you had Connor. That sells itself. 207, right. 207's got Ronda. You don't have you don't have that star power on but I mean, 209. But I mean, why not try to promote this card better? They have I mean, done they a good job. They have done a good Holy job of promoting shit. it. They're just not putting it in overdrive like they do because they don't have – they don't have Ronda or Connor to, to that selling point. Tyron Woodley is not a selling point. Okay. Okay. From, okay. I get. I get that point of view. That point of view makes sense to me. Like not not having the name towards the card makes more sense. Yeah. 
That's I mean they, they, they you know have what? been promoting it. They've done a good job of promoting it. You know what's it. awesome is they have promoted the co main event more than the main event. They really have. They have oh, been I, you know what? And that co main event is gonna fucking steal it. They have been giving a lot more of uh, the attention in the media. Will go five uh, for a fucking war? And I think it's a lot of it has to do with the the Dana Woodley, you know, head to head budding. Dana yeah. doesn't like him. He doesn't like right. them. You want to fucking say the UFC is a racist bunch of pussies and you know all this shit. Wonder Boy. I mean, I love him to death, but he's super vanilla. Yeah, like yeah. I, I just got done today listening to him for almost an hour on Unfiltered, and like. It's not like he's boring, but he's just very vanilla. He's yeah. very plain. I, mm-hmm. I'm very afraid for that uh, for the two for the two and I mean event because Woodley exposed himself so much in that first fight for his game plan, and Wonder Boy is preparing himself in a very terrible way. Yeah, look at that, that when we can prevent preview. The one fight that they haven't done anything with is fucking Overeem and Hunt. Have you seen anything preview for that at all? all? Cuz yeah. I haven't seen them do much well, for that see, at all. UFC will refuse to promote Hunt. UFC is hoping oh. <laughs> I still saw no. I still I saw, mean, I saw coverage. I saw some, but I mean we're talking But I mean how often does the first fight on the card get anything? That's just the thing is well, I mean we're how talking is a guy suing the UFC get promoted. We're talking but, you know, I mean, even still... 3 and 8 and they're you know heavyweights and Well yeah, but I'm saying though like as well as these how guys, much, how you know, much coverage did Poirier and Miller get for two hundred eight? Yeah, leading up, I leading up to nothing. I don't yeah, remember anything on two hundred eight. Nobody, was, nobody that, that gets. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that was the first fight of the main card. I thought it was the final fight of the prelims. No, it was the first fight of the main card. Oh, well, we just kicked this thing off since only, we're talking about the card. It was the only goddamn like fight worth talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's right. Besides Jacare. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, I'm trying to... But, like, pick pick any card. What first fight on the main card gets a lot of promotion? I don't say a lot. I said I didn't see any. And oh, there's, there's been... There's I'm been. sure there has been. I just said I didn't see any. Right, I'm just saying there there has been. But, I mean, no more no more or less, regardless of, of Hunt's situation with the UFC, there's no more or no less for than any other fight that's kicked off a main card that I see. You know what I mean? Like, I I've haven't seen... seen... The UFC, I feel the UFC is doing it because of Mark Hunt. No. That's just adding... Mar- Everything that's happened since UFC 200, I think that they're trying to put him in a position where they don't have to promote him, they can give him a tough opponent, he can lose so he can be cut because he's not a good fighter kind of thing. Like I think that the reason why he's on the main card first fight is only because of his uh, UFC 200 lawsuit. Well, maybe his contract says he has to be too, and they're just trying to write out his contract if that's the case. But you got to think though, man. If if they intend, if they intentionally do something like that, and he can at all prove it, that's just more fuel to his lawsuit. Because yeah. he can just be like, they yeah, they're not really giving me any promotion. Because of this lawsuit, blah, 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 which is preventing me from making more money in my job. It's they got to be a little smarter than that. But that's hard to prove, though. As you can say, way fucking hard to prove. Had, Unbelievably. Like, you know, we, we had Clay Guida and Nate Diaz as a first fight. We've had, um, you know, uh, Tiago Alves, Jim, uh, 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 Doomsday first fight. We've had big names at the time 
first fighting our cards, like like the, it's a hard thing for for Mark Hunt to fight. You'll never well, no, you'll that, never but prove that. That is why I'm saying they have kept it super fucking middle of the road. Who knows? This could all be BS. There has been no more, no less. Like I've seen just as much equal promotion for that fight as I have any other fight with bigger names on it that kicks off a main card. Right. Okay. It's... Oh yeah. Okay. I see your point. That's your point. I can't remember because I don't remember ever looking at first kickoff fights like that. So it's just I I've been watching the fight promotion for this one this week like really heavy, and most, mostly because Tony's on it, and I just I've seen so much. I mean, they've been going at heavy. Like I said, man. Oh yeah, they've been fucking. And heavy. I think it's cool because I want this uh, car to be successful. You know, I want my buddy to make some money. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, win, I lose, or draw. You know, the promotion that Tony's getting. If right the pay per view numbers are good, he's gonna make some money. You know. Yeah. No matter what. So, what do you say? Uh, what do you say we do this thing, boys? Let's go. In the main event of UFC 209, and a rematch from UFC 205, Tyron Woodley is taking on Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Five rounds to settle the draw. Uh, yeah, this is this is God. It's a scary fight, man. It's scary either way because Wonder Boy said, you know, he he felt super off that night. Definitely didn't fight the way he should have. Didn't stick to his game plan. Didn't let his hands go. Didn't let his kicks go. So you know what happened? Didn't use his angles. What happens if that Wonder Boy shows up and lets his shit go? Do we get the result that we thought we were going to get before of him putting his foot across his face and, and knocking him the fuck out? Or does Tyron Woodley decide to wrestle more? Because he didn't shoot. And, yeah, he and, didn't grapple at all that fight. Eh? No, he caught a lazy kick, and that was where that takedown came off of him in the first round. It wasn't Tyron taking a shot. It was off a lazy kick. Right, right. So, I, dude, this rematch, I'm I'm super excited about this fight. Uh, this not fight just because of my so hatred. Ways, right? like, yeah, exactly. There, there's so many different angles you can see based off how the first one went. Um, Wonder Boy won the first fight three rounds to two. Yeah. But he had a really poor showing in... In one round, that caused the draw. Two rounds, but really. If, but if Woodley holds on to that guillotine tighter in an earlier round, it's a submission. He knocked him down in an earlier round. It could be a knockout. And going into this fight, um, uh, Wonderboy has already said that he's uh, he decided to put on more muscle to have more power behind his stuff. And that scares me because he's going up against a guy that's all muscle and gets tired, and he looks so good. But then his camp says, "Well, we started to put on nine pounds of muscle." Which well, he means wanted to be. That you're going to be slowing yourself down. He right? wanted to be so, heavier just because of the size difference. Because he he said right. he said like the day of the fight he was only like 172 pounds. But he and that, the thing is that if you're if you are winning against guys bigger and you're looking smoother 
why would you want to put on more muscle mass that's going to tire you out earlier? Every so every fight is different, and every fighter is different, and every opponent is different. If if even if he's right. beating other bigger guys at a lower weight, and you come across this this Tyron Woodley's a bigger guy, you might need more weight to beat him. Maybe it's the case if he needs to his kicks need to be a little bit stronger. His, his strikes need to be a little bit stronger. His base needs to be a little well, bit stronger to defend. for the grappling yeah, aspect. That's where the last part I was going. Tire him out too. That's the last part where I was going is his legs need to be a little bit stronger to defend. His base mm-hmm. needs to be a little bit stronger when he his legs go out to defend against the takedowns. Uh, maybe he feels like his, his arms need a little bit stronger to defend against the takedowns. I think a lot of it's more like the bottom and the clinch and, and stuff. Maybe if he thinks he's stronger... It has to mentally. I mean, mental's a lot of a lot of the fucking fights. Mental. If he well, thinks yeah. he's stronger, maybe that's going to affect him perform. Well, I mean, when you're well, Jeff, you brought up another good point. Um, the the ground game. Tyrone has gone against his ground game in, in his last few fights. If Wonderboy has a little bit more muscle mass, um, how is that going to affect him? If if Woodley decides to make, make this a wrestling game and he takes him down. I mean, it, you know, that, that's Tyron's world anyway, but if you're feeling, like Dave said, if you're feeling stronger and more confident at that point because you're a little bit bigger, you, you know, the mental aspect of it helps a lot. I mean, like the dude said, he, he weighed 100, he, leaving the hotel to go to the fights, he was 172 pounds. I guarantee you Woodley was about 195. Easy. You know, 200 maybe. 190 for sure, yeah. if not north of. I mean, look at his legs. He looked at least a buck 90, yeah, buck 95. He, he said, my body just didn't, I didn't put on any weight off the rehydration. Like, it just didn't, I don't, I don't gain it back like that. Yeah. So, you know, that's a that's a dangerous position to put yourself in. You got to do what you got to do. Maybe well, this, this yeah, will be what he needs. It just, it scares me that... <laughs> When you were so smooth against a guy like Johnny Hendricks, who was probably oh two ten when you fought him, um, and then you're wanting to put on more muscle mass to fight a guy who's in a way less than a guy that you were able to dominate, I think going to the title fight, I feel like his mentality would have been different because it was a title fight. Different, different. Um, I think just different fighters. I think, I think that he should have made in his weight. And realized that Woodley is going to change his game plan. He should have just. I, th- I think Wonderboy, at his same weight without trying to put on muscle, would have dominated this fight more because you're going to look at a, one, uh, a Woodley that's going to be more aggressive because he's going to know he can take him down. And that's the kind of fighter that Thompson or, uh, uh, likes to knock out. Thompson likes when you come at him because that's when he can throw his elbows, his fists, his spinning kicks, his head kicks, and stuff like that. That I question think, mark kick. That's yeah, brutal, I, I man. I think that he should have been lighter because he, when he's lighter, he's better on his feet. And he shouldn't have to worry about being able to throw stronger things as being able to counter things better. Fair enough, but we don't know what he's like when he's that heavy. Maybe it's stronger. Maybe those kicks are going to be stronger. Maybe he goes after leg kicks instead this time, uh, being with with a stronger yeah, base, a you know, and takes away uh, Tyron's legs for uh, for to take away his, his shoot and uh, take away his ground game, or try to. I don't know. It's hard to tell what he's going to do. Really taken away from him. 
it's hard to tell, man, but um, I, I trust uh, I trust in in Thompson's game plan. If he's uh, if he thinks he's going to do it, if he thinks it's a smart way to do it, I, I believe him. Yeah, I mean it's. What it, about? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was I was just going to agree with your point. I mean, if he's if it makes him feel more confident going into the fight, fuck it. What about the thing that you you brought in earlier? Because it's been going on in the news, and this isn't completely. Um, specific to the pay-per-view and this upcoming fight. It's been going on for a little while now, but it's come up mostly and more heavy during the promotion of this fight. The allegations that the UFC is race-based against Tyron Woodley because he's not white. Um, They don't like him because he's a black champion. They don't promote him as much because he's black and not white. They want Thompson... To the giving yeah. Thompson the rematch because oh, he's a uh, white, ma- white meat baby face, so on and so on and so on. The fans um, don't I, like I hate me. That so much. Yeah. What? Um, I hate it so much. What is what is driving Woodley to say this? What um, is is there any merit behind this? Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this? More in depth than what we talked about a little bit ago. I don't. Well, what? No, I ahead. guess Ryan's going first. No, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead, brother. No, I was going to say, like, the, the problem is that like, we, we, we talk all the time on this show about promotion. What gets you promotion? Conor McGregor, you fucking talk your shit, and then you knock guys out. You, you, you go put yourself out there all the time. Tyron Woodley, all you see is Tyron Woodley's fighting at 205. Tyron Woodley's fighting at 167. Tyron Woodley is fighting at one. You don't, that's all you hear. He doesn't talk anything. Tyron Woodley's going to sit out for Anderson 18 months. Anderson Silva talked all the time, and that's why people wanted to see him fight. People, it's not, it's not a race thing. It's a putting yourself out there thing. If Tyron Woodley said, watch what I'm about to do to this fucking little bitch at 209 on the main event, I'm gonna knock Wonder Boy's head into the fifth row. Into the fifth row, people will start to tune into you. If you just sit there and say nothing, and then no one buys your fight, well, it's not because the UFC is racist. It's because you're not promoting yourself. If the 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 I could have said for 20 plus years, the UFC hates the Irish people because there's no Irish fighters, and then Conor McGregor comes around and I can't speak a word. It, 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 it's nonsensical. He, he, uh, Tyrone Woodley needs to understand that you have to put yourself out there in order to be promoted. Marcus, hey, Jeff. Marcus Davis was a hero to all Irish people. God damn it. <laughs> don't uh, you, Marcus Davis is a fucking fraud. Big Tom McCarthy is a hero to all Irish people, damn don't it. You, don't you forget and discount the goddamn Irish hand grenade, sir. <laughs> yeah. And what happened when he went up against the English Ross Pearson? He lost. He wasn't a real Irishman. He was old as fuck! Yeah, but the Irish never lose to the English. Um, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like that's not accurate, and Bama fucking proved that last week, but anyway. We're, we're still... We're just building it up. Don't worry. We're getting there. You yeah, act like you're Irish. I know They're I am, famous. but I'm not gonna sit there well, and see the English side. I'm also English too, bro. Oh, you son of a bitch, so am I. But I grew up with the right sc- side, not the wrong. I'm Scottish as well. Yeah, but man, oh, my my oh, my okay. fucking English side's straight. Be mute point. You gotta remember though, man. Bastard. 
Fuck off, you goddamn French fucking... Fuck you. You're, you're goddamn French. Fuck you. Not attacked by heritage. Fucking from Quebec. We fucking fight for our rights. I'm German. I'm about to gas you all. Flag. That's worse, being fucking French-Canadian. Even the, the talkie. even the French people laugh at you. You guys what? Just, you know, they can't be equal to us. <laughs> uh, World War III has brought to you in part by the Average Joe's uh, Show. Sub brought to you by Ryan Dempsey. Oh. I'm only racist when I talk to you guys. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you guys bring it out to me. What? How? How are you going to blame you being okay, racist? So what, so Most unracist guys in the world. Right. On, on, on the whole Woodley USC thing. I think he's a fucking yep. crybaby. Yeah. We know my feelings on yeah, goddamn Tyron Woodley. I'm blocked because of yeah. my feelings on Tyron Woodley. So, but no, I don't believe that Tyron Woodley's claims of the UFC being racist are fucking, have any merit. I've seen them promote plenty of champions who were black. Uh, John Jones... Rampage, when he had the title for the short period of time, got a lot of promotion. Rashad it still gets a lot of fucking promotion, and he can barely get cleared to fight. Actually, can I cut him really quick? You always do. There was, um, there was a <laughs> at Joe least this Rogan time you episode. asked. No, I'm sorry. There was a Joe Rogan episode. Uh, I think it was last year with Demetrius Johnson. Yeah, it was last year. And Joe Rogan was talking to him about pound for pound. And Joe Rogan was saying how he thinks that Demetrius is the pound for pound number one, and why doesn't he get more respect like Conor McGregor gets? And Demetrius Johnson actually said, I'm not the kind of guy to call fighters and to to talk crap. I just want to go out there and and do what I do. Like Demetrius said, I don't get promoted... Because it's not my thing. Yeah, because he's boring, and he knows that. At least he but, understands but his I'm place in it. Like, but what? But but the whole like. But to to your argument, my argument, to everyone's argument, it's not that the UFC is racist. Right. It's that yeah. UFC wants to sell no. seats. It's because, it's, yeah, it's, right, right, right. I'm point. agreeing yeah. with you. I'm right. just saying it's because he no, knows no, no, he's I boring. Know, I know. I know. I agree. Yeah, yeah. This is another point. Is you know what? The uh, bottom line is, would the fuck off? Uh, UFC wants green, not black. They'll promote you if you're black, white, red, no, 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 brown. No, 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 don't Dave, fucking Dave, matter. Dave, 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 the UFC does want black, but they also want green. They don't give a fuck about black or white or anything. Fuck that. They want green. They, they, they not, the UFC does like black. We are not a racist show, everybody. Well, you are. You are. You've already admitted that you're racist, and then you just blame <laughs> it on me and Dave. We're your fucking scapegoat, brother. I'm just against the Protestants. Ugh. I guess uh, black is better than red in the in the balance ledger. That's where I was thinking. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. And your balance yeah, sheet and your uh, your financial true. ledgers. You know, you got your three uh, accounting ledgers. Black's better than red. There. True story. You know? Oh, I thought we were talking about Tony versus Habib. No, we haven't got. We're getting to that there next. Point. So, um, I guess we got to pick a winner. Huh? I get, you know. Yeah, oh, I got Wonder Boy. A tough one. Uh, Wonder Boy. I, think. I got Wonder Boy. So do I. I picked him last time. I'm sticking I'm with him. I think Woodley finds a way to knock him out or finish him. I think Woodley learns some new stakes. I, I rolled with Wonder Boy last time. 
I'm rolling with Wonderboy this time. I want him to be the champion. I think he's the most talented striker there is in the game right now, especially at uh, more specifically at welterweight, and I like his uh, I like his chances. Right. I'm sticking with Wonderboy. Jeremy Stevens added to the uh, UFC on Fox 24 card from Kansas City. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Does Kansas City have many cards? I, don't th- I think this might be their might be first, the first one. I like, I like Midwest to get some cards. It's pretty good. Oh, shit. That's that card in April that's got the fight between Watterson and Thug. Yeah. Yeah. Well, eighth is the pay-per-view. Yeah. So it must be after that. Yeah, April 15th. Yeah, some good cards coming up. I know. I said that like four days ago in our group chat when they started. Yeah, but I didn't have a chance to check the note until like earlier this morning. Hello, I have a four-day-old. Yeah, but he sleeps seven hours. Yeah, he's asleep <laughs> for seven fucking hours. What are you doing during that time? You should be studying. Not sleeping or eating or doing essential stuff. No. Fuck no. <laughs> you should be working. On... Yeah. I, you know what? Where's your I'm commitment? I'm podcast. I'm going to tell my wife, listen. You got the kids. I'm going full MMA. That's it. Always need me. Your wife's more so committed to this podcast than you are. She won holidays on anniversaries. It's all good. Your wife has a better commitment to this show than you do. She pushes your she's ass to. On it, she's brother. the one on your ass about uh, doing it. Hey, hey, how will you go and see which one of us actually is a liker of the Facebook page? Because I told her for six months to like the page. You just liked it like three days ago. I got the fucking notification. <laughs> so Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you weren't even on the you, Bro, you're still posting as yourself on the page. You, made, yeah, you I post, made you an admin. You can post as the page, bro. You post as yourself and you didn't even like the fucking page. I don't post it myself. You do. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you post articles, but you comment... All the time as yourself, and you didn't oh, even no, like the page yeah, till a couple days ago. Myself, I, I comment as myself when I don't post things. I know, I know. We're not, we're not saying that, but mm. I'm just saying you've been commenting on shit, and you didn't even like the page until a couple of days ago. Don't get on your wife. No, I like the no. Oh no 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 no. That's no no. That's not true. Um, I what what happened? I had tried. What to... happened was. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> and actually, sounds funny because it actually is one of the. Situations that you hear in the movies, but I actually dislike the page and on my phone, and I was trying to to um, comment, share something, and when I went to do it, I had unliked it to unlike the comment, mm-hmm. and I had to relike it. Uh, That's a true story. Yeah. Well, it's your story, brother. All I know uh, is I, I got like the page before my wife did. Regardless, <laughs> like the page twice. My pay, my wife hasn't. Well, like the... you, you be nice to your fucking wife. She just birthed eight Why? and a half, eight point eight. She just pounds. had an eight and a half pound baby. It's all your fault. With a wingspan and shoulders like this. With a fucking wingspan. <laughs> yeah, this is you. You be nice. Hey. Kara, and you know what though? And Kara, I, I hope I hope when you listen back I was to this in a hospital and I did not pass it once. So props to me. Good for you. When I go to hospitals, I usually throw up and faint. Whoa. And I stood there the whole time and I cut the cord and everything. Look at you. You did it. So cover or no cover on the kid. Sorry? Cover or no cover on the kid. <laughs> That's funny because we just had this conversation on my other podcast oh. the other day. I'm going full cover. Cover? Oh, yeah. Huh? Wait. I can't do it. I can't. I can't snip it. I can't do the hood. I cannot snip it. You, I refuse it. You Fuck did science. 
You didn't let, like, the doctor do it? No, I refused to. Okay. Have you seen the videos? I, no, I had it done, so... No, know. man, I had it done, That's that's, uh, and I'm fine. No, I've had it done, too, but I've seen the videos, and I refuse to put my son through it. No, fuck that noise. You know they and don't man. remember it. Yeah. No, well, you... Do you, you remember know, yours? Because I, I don't. My dad does. I bet the traumatization of uh, the parents do it. I look at my son, you know what? My son's, like, there's so much going on with him right now. Um... You know, like, like, there's there's too much going on with it with his young life. I don't want to put him through too much. I want him to just enjoy his 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 environment and his growth in this world. As I couldn't do it, I'm I have refuse to. Like I can't ref, I can't put him through more pain than what happened to him on Sunday when he was born. Like just let him be. I want him to be. He's healthy. He's happy. He'll be clean. He'll be good to go. Like, you know what? You sure? You... <laughs> But what happens when he's like 16? And he, Dude, I had the same fucking conversation with Crippley the other day. I know and where he, you're and, going. He, and he drops that thing out, and the chick looks at it and goes, Ah, oh, it looks like it's a turkey's neck. That's ah. exactly what I fucking said to Crippley. And you know what I mean? Dude, I'm having podcast deja vu. I had the same <laughs> conversation. Now, granted, he, he might be hung like a horse, and it won't fucking matter either way. And she but goes, she's still going to be freaked out. Good Lord. But, you know. And you know what? Maybe in you know fifteen. What, hold on. No, you know what? Hold on, shut up. That. Maybe in fifteen, sixteen um, years, I've, a I've, hood I've, over the thing will be, you know, the thing. Maybe it'll be well, the in well, thing. I, you never know. I, um, I when when uh, just after Kyle was born, a lot of our friends and family had uh, some boys that were born, and all of them were highly against it. I don't know if it's a thing that's happening now. It's definitely becoming more of a more educated. It's becoming more of a popular quote unquote thing, I guess, but nah man, this this is fucking giving me goddamn podcast <laughs> deja vu. I feel like I'm back on Biffy Stiffy and Cribbly. Available on the Red Chuck Network uh podcasting channel on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts at. If you like dick conversations like we're having right now, come check us out. Oh, and for one more little dick comment, Joey Diaz is, has a hood, so yeah, I um, see that on his podcast. Read that on his so podcast. Know, uh, Dave, I know that you are a big fan, obviously, of Mayor with Children. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, were you a fan of the uh, of the show? Um, I watched it in spurts. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously, I watched okay. watched it in syndication so and stuff growing up. So, because we're on this, we're on the subject of uh, of you know circumcision, children's penises. Do you remember when Al had to go? When we had, do you remember the episode when Al had to go into the hospital for an adult um, circular incision? No, I don't remember that one either. Yeah, so Al went in for an adult. Uh, well, not an adult. He just went in for a circular incision. It was marked down as an actual or an accidental adult circumcision. Oh, <laughs> so. Things gonna happen, you know. If he's not happy when he's eighteen to twenty, who who the fuck wants to go through that at that age? Well, nobody. Exactly. Decision then. He's a man. 
You're a man, you can go through the pain. Jesus Christ, this is exactly what fucking Cribbly said. Because <laughs> he didn't do his kid? Uh, he, he did, no, he hasn't had, he doesn't have a boy yet, but they're, they're talking about possibly wanting to try to for, have a second kid now. Oh, a few months oh, after oh, his oh. daughter's a little bit older, because gotcha. he just had a daughter, she'll be a year in August, I think. Oh, I see. I see, I see. So, you know, they want to okay. keep the kids close in age mm-hmm. and stuff, so they've been kind of discussing maybe having another baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, yeah, yeah you know. If, did, did you have two Girls, right? I got girls, man. Go yeah. ahead, Jeff. So you see, that's right. Maybe. I, yeah, because I had two. I, you had two girls. Like, so everyone I knew had girls. For one person, I knew had one had a boy. At the point in time when we were when when we, we conceived, and she told me the horror story of what her daughter had to go through when her son was circumcised. <laughs> Can't do it. Fair enough. Yeah, well. it's your kid's dick. Do what you want with it. <laughs> Don't let me tell you what to do with your son's wiener. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's your son's wiener, man. You do what you want Who with knows? it. Who knows? Joey Diaz yeah, can you know can what? survive this long without without getting the hood hey, cut off. Maybe hey, maybe Connor can his too. Birthday present. Did you say his eleventh birthday present? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Congratulations! You're eleven. Maybe he'll get his. Maybe he'll get his Hogwarts letter. He'll get his yeah. Hogwarts letter and he'll get his dick cut off. Congratulations, you're a wizard, Connor. Holy fuck, oh, this might. This is the weirdest fucking turn we have oh, ever taken God. on this show. How did we, we avoid Tony and Habib? We gotta get this done. Jesus Christ. How fucking, oh, we're like God. an hour into this shit and we have talked about one fucking fight. Alright. <laughs> Back on track. <laughs> All right, so this is the point in the show where everybody that listens to the show from Muskegon oh, hates no me because anymore. yeah, oh man, I got a bad feeling that they're not going to fucking listen like you after this, brother. <sighs> you know what, man? Look, I said it on Twitter earlier, and I'll say it again. Just because a cat is from my hometown, does mm-hmm. that mean I have to fucking ride and ride or die with him? Is that is that how MMA works? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I love that tweet. That was a beautiful tweet. Thank you. I, I dude, I get I get so sick of like all these people who and I was talking to our one of our listeners, uh, Matt Parrott. We were he commented on that. We were talking about it on Twitter, and it's like, dude, all these people just blindly are all Tony is the most unbeatable fucking person in the world, and it's like no. In his last fight, too. Yeah. Yeah, you you had these. The, I remember when he fought RDA. You and Dave had the exact same. Why do you think that RDA might win? Kind of you guys had the argument of as to why the opposite. And and I think it's nothing. I think Tony is a skilled fighter. I've 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 thought he's been a, a bit too cocky for a while, but you know what? Sell yourself, man. You got to do what you got to do, but. Dude, I don't know, man. I think he's taking Habib a little lightly, and I don't think that's a great idea. It's it's, and the thing is, is it's like okay, you know, everybody's just like, oh, he's from Mesquite. He doesn't give a fuck about this town. No, no, he doesn't fights from out of from. He doesn't promote it. He doesn't if talk his about. Parents it, didn't give, live here. He wouldn't fucking come back to this town. No, he don't give so your shits about this place. Thank you. So your blind loyalty he, to a motherfucker that doesn't even 
claim he's from your fucking no. city because he was born and raised here. Half of these people that are fucking attorneys from Mesquite, you don't even fucking no, know the not. dude. He was born. It was. He was born in California. Came here when he was what six, four, five, six, whatever, with his Some parents. Some shit like that. Yeah. Was raised here. Here went to high school. Went to high school. Went to college. college and then got the fuck and out. And bailed. And talks nothing about us. Does doesn't even acknowledge our existence on any sort of social media I will outlet. Give him, I will give him credit for bringing Randy out for his last camp. I don't know if he brought Randy out for this one because I'm not on Facebook and I haven't been paying attention. But there's been nothing posted about that. I'll give him. I'll give him. You know, I'll give him props for that for for bringing Randy out last. Uh, mm-hmm. Last time we talked about Randy Patino was a local boxer. Yeah, yeah, a local martial artist. Local martial artist yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, but. Dude, he doesn't give a single fuck about this town. So why do you cling on to this? Oh my god, it's so awesome! He's the best fighter in the world because he's from Muskegon. It's like Floyd. Floyd don't fucking give a shit about Grand Rapids. Not a single fuck. Not a single fuck. How many? How many uh, of those uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars has has Floyd come back and and started? Youth programs and boxing organizations. So, I mean, I don't know. I think he recently well, donated well, some money time, to the city of Grand Rapids. If he did, it's recent. Floyd, yeah. it's always uh, he. They always say from Vegas, from Vegas, from Vegas. And it, I, even me, I honestly did not know he was from Grand Rapids yeah. until. I'm gonna say three, four years ago. On to be hundred percent honest with you guys. When he was still, well, yeah, because he he stopped claiming Grand Rapids when he changed pretty much from Pretty Boy to money. To money, yeah. He's, yeah, when he was still fighting yeah, his Pretty Boy, he was he was. He's always gonna be a Pretty Boy to me. Oh, me too. I, I mm-hmm. always call him Pretty Boy Floyd. Mm-hmm. Fucking that's, that's when I started liking Floyd was when he was Pretty Boy, but uh, he's. Yeah, he stopped. He doesn't give a fuck about Grand Rapids. The same. No. Tony doesn't give a fuck about Muskegon. Like, it's cool. He still, you know, he does he does keep a good relationship with the guys from Way of the Warrior, him and Eric. You know, he does do interviews for them and shit, and that's cool. And sometimes he'll shout out Muskegon and that, but that's a lo- it's also local shit. He's never responded to my direct messages Nothing. or oh, my, no. my Social posts, media, you won't get shit from Or that. my Instagrams or anything. Just say, hi, how you doing? Welcome. Uh, or any of my direct requests for uh, part of the sh- being part of the show, Tony. You son of a bitch. You know, I was there for you when you were, you know, trying to make $2 just to get fucking uh, payment for, for college. And you were slinging at Captain Jack's and I was feeding you feed you $2 tips just so you could make some money to fucking eat because tuition was feed, just taking all your fucking money. Sure. You know, and I was sitting there uh, and I was there, had you back then. And you won't come in for five minutes just to say hi on the show. So fuck you, brother. Not even a call. In. You know? You won't even post a message to the page. That would take you three seconds to say, yeah, good yeah. job, it's guys. Just, you know, like, I, Come on, this man. Is just, I'm just so sick of seeing so many people only thinking and giving a shit that Tony's unbeatable because he's from Muskegon. Yeah. No. No. Everybody is beatable every time they step into the cage. And he's stepping into the cage with a fucking warrior. Just the same as the people who think Habib is fucking unbeatable. He's no, fucking not. He's not. Absolutely not. And you know what? I say I listen, still love. I, I, I still love Tony. Uh, I still it, love you, brother. I'm just Tony fucking. Ferguson you know, hits Habib with a shot that Anthony Johnson hit him with at 205. Habib's in a lot of trouble. And if Habib gets Tony to the ground, just like he's he did gonna to fucking Anthony Johnson, maul him. He's no, no, gonna no, fucking no, maul no, him. I, I, no, I know. 
Habib was rocked by by uh, by Anthony, uh, not um, by um, uh, I just said his name. Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson. Sorry. Yeah, you said Anthony Johnson, Johnson the first time. Yeah, I caught that yeah, later, but yeah. yeah. No, because you know, I was with the runner that lost Rumble? to the Canadian Donovan Bailey, uh, but uh, <laughs> no, but um, if. If Habib gets hit by Tony, I think this, the night's gonna be a lot different. Man, but everybody I think Tony's keeps stand up is gonna be. I think Tony's stand up is gonna be a lot different in this fight, and that's gonna make the difference for him. Tony got beat by Danny Castillo and still got handed the fight. Man, like it's there's there's plenty of fights where Tony had against lesser competition where he had a lot of chinks in his armor. He does, okay, but all right, and and I don't know if I've said it on this show before, or we just talked about it, but um, Sean Sheehan from uh, from Severe MMA podcast, which everyone should listen to if you are a fan of MMA. Conor McGregor has one win against top ten. UFC opponents in the light in the lightweight division. That is one more than Habib has in the lightweight division. So this is the first time that Habib is gonna fight a top ten opponent. It's gonna be kind of interesting to see because even though he uh, Habib did beat Michael Johnson, Johnson was number eleven at the point that they fought. Um, I don't know, like, everything tells me Habib should win, but the fact that going back and looking at his names that he's beaten, Tony Ferguson has lost to more, uh, Tony Ferguson has lost in the UFC to better names than Habib has beaten, and it's the same one, uh, Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson was a lot higher ranked when he fought Habib than he ever was when he fought Tony, though. Just was I don't know. Was, uh, no, Michael Johnson, Michael Johnson was on the uh, on the way up when he fought. They uh, both were on the way uh, up, but they weren't they weren't in the top ten. I don't believe. I thought I thought I thought Michael Johnson was on a was on a downslide when he fought Habib. I thought he was on a he, high I'm, when he fought Tony. Okay. He was, I mean, Johnson, I think he had lost. I thought Johnson was 6 or 7 when he fought Tony and was 11 or 12 when he fought Habib. Were they that high? I didn't think him and Tony were even in the top 10 at that point. No, 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 no not, not Tony. I think, I think Michael was, was, was like. Michael's erring out. I can't pull him up. I don't know. I don't even know if I can find out. I don't even know if you can go back. But <clears throat> Michael Johnson, I feel like I've heard from what, everything that I've heard in the past month. Michael Johnson was a ranked fighter uh, when he fought um, Tony and beat him, but he was eleven or twelve when he fought Habib back in November. It could be. I don't remember him being ranked that high because it was just a stat that uh, Sean, uh, Sean Sheen put out 
Yeah, I remember the stat and that that Connor's beaten more. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah it, I know. It was, it, was, it was stupid. Who cares what Connor's beaten? Rankings mean nothing, right? Because just, he puts out useless beaten. facts of the day, and they're, they're just usually interesting not, shit. Not rankings. No, I don't care what Connor's beaten. Tony, no, no, no. Ryan, Ryan's uh, point is that yeah, Connor had yeah. more top ten wins in the lightweight division than Habib is, because when Habib beat RDA, he wasn't the top whatever. And Johnson was 11, but I, what we were arguing was whether Johnson was. What right does that have to do with this fight? It does. It was. <laughs> it was just a point. Tony Ferguson has beaten more top ten opponents. What one? It, one more? Well, but he's it, beaten no, Edson no, no, and no. RDA. It, it, it's not even a matter of who he beat, or, or, or it, well, it is a matter of who he beat. For, uh, Habib Nurmagomedov has never actually faced a guy that uh, that was ever ranked in the top ten. He's only faced guys eleven and above. He's never actually faced a tough test in the sense that they were going to contend for this. Title. We all, but we also all and know he's that he's always injured. Okay. Every time he's about to fight for a fight, a guy he's hurt. He was uh, the last one to beat RDA. Whether he was ranked or not, I don't give a fuck. He was the last one to beat RDA before RDA went through and tore the shit out of everybody. Yeah. He and beat... then RDA went off of steroids and lost. Okay, but nonetheless... Sorry. No, 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 no. No, that was a joke. I'm sorry. Sorry, that was just a joke. He beat Gleason Tebow. Great fighter. Beat Abel Trujillo. Great fighter. Beat Horser. Great fighter. Because, no, Horsher was a shit fighter. That was the guy that jumped in on last and minute because what, what Tony had to Horsher, pull out. Horsher, Horsher though, was a... Was I mean, Daryl Horsher wasn't a bad fighter, but that was his first fight in the UFC. He was coming in. Tony. That was the fight Tony had to pull out of because of the blood in his lungs. Oh, right. Okay, well, yeah. So it's, okay, 12 and 2. Right. I thought now, he was a great fighter. I mean, he came in as a great... I mean, he was... He came in with a good record, but yeah, I don't 12 think, and 1. I thought he was I a very good fighter. I don't think he had... They weren't, like... Fights worth a shit. Well, maybe not. Bullshit. I thought he came in with who a lot of fucking think? clout, man. Who who, who who do you guys think though? Like, do you think that, that Tony has it? No. I think Nurmagomedov is gonna fucking smother him. Yes, I think Tony <clears throat> has it, and um, only because um, I think he's gonna take advantage of the reach and stay away from him. Um, I think Eddie's gonna have him. Uh, well trained uh, to stay. Advantage. Shut up, Ryan. I think Eddie's going to have him well trained to stay away from that takedown and that smothering. Um, because if if he does get down, my God, when you know, I mean, if they get, if, this when? is so fucking hard, man. This is so hard because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking Tony because just because he's fucking Tony and he's you know he's he's Muskegee guy. I'm not doing that. I know you're not. I, I'm taking him because I, I legit think that he's got what, some what, some things that are. What, what's the reach? What, what's the reach? Oh my god! I'm gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> he's got like a. <laughs> I swear to Christ. <laughs> Tony's got a six-inch reach advantage over Nurmagomedov, uh, and I th- I really think he's that's gonna be a, a, just a big big deal when it comes to trade. Tony Ferguson will drag it into the fourth 
round and beyond. He'll create another championship rounds where heavy hasn't been. He's going to use the reach. He's going to tire him out. It's going to be a fourth round stoppage for Tony Ferguson. I don't know, man. This is, this is such a... This is going to be the fight of the night. It's going to be so close. You know what? I could I could lose this this fight uh, on a single takedown. That's the problem. You know what? I could win this fight on a single strike. That's why I said when, not no. if, because this fight will go to the ground either way. And, and maybe it will, but if if even if it does, there are certain situations I... that if it does go down there, that Tony Tony's could have... Skiing. Where are you guys from? If it, if it does go down there, man, Tony's Tony's going to be very well prepared, man, and he's going to have some certain things that he does when he gets him down there where he's going to be able to, I think, escape. Because he's not going to want to trade when he gets down there. He's not going to want to uh, try to maneuver on him. He's going to want to get the fuck out. And I think, I think personally, that's where Eddie's going to be have him worked on is get the fuck away once he gets fucking down. Because if he doesn't get and he goes deep with, right. with Habib down there, he's going to get fucking, his arm's going to be gone. If Tony don't catch him in a front headlock position, I don't trust it off his back. I just don't. I'm sorry. But Unless don't, don't forget, though, if it... So... No, go ahead. Go ahead. You're killing me, Ryan. No, no, no. Sorry, Je- sorry Jeff. I had, I, had, I had delays. Sorry, Jeff, go on. No, no, you, you, you go ahead and make your point, then I'll make mine. No, no I was just going to ask, if it goes to the ground, though, what do you think about, um, about Tony's submission, uh, possibly? Unless, unless Tony gets him in a front headlock position where he can hit his darts and get him in a snap-down city, if Habib gets anywhere where Tony is on his back, and Tony's a good wrestler, trust me, I've rolled with him. You know, granted, if this was high school, but he's been a fucking solid wrestler since the entire time I've known him. And right. but but Habib is a fucking animal, dude. His he's a better wrestler than Tony. He's shown it. His control is better. If he gets Tony to his back, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like Tony is going to be able to get out of that. I just don't. I think Habib is too dominant from that top position anywhere in half guard. Or if he, if he, God forbid, he gets out to side control and gets you into a crucifix, you are fucked. You oh, are this, fucked. This has the potential of being like twenty first and getting knocked out in the first round easily. Twenty first and getting knocked out. Um, you mean, but because of uh, or, 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 TKO? Like, ground and pound yeah, ground and pound out. Oh, out. yeah. Like it definitely has like a like how like. Anthony or Michael Johnson, like how they he was able to avoid it. Habib, if he is able to like use the rounds to his advantage, just like um, use stamina, he could like this could be a really long night for Tony. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long night for for the both of them, brother. There's gonna be um, could it go down in the first like that? Absolutely. There's so many scenarios where this could end quickly. There's so many scenarios where this could end. This this could go all five. There's this is this one is is really hard for me to call because um, I'm I've set aside my my being a fan of both of these guys completely to the side and I, I, I and I've and I've also decided the fact that I'm not going to do this the the cop out and I rarely ever do this and I'm not going to do this now of um, well. I want him to win, but I'm going to pick him to I hate fucking doing that because you never right. you never lose. You don't put yourself out there, and you don't pick one side or the other because no matter what happens, you, you automatically when you say, well, 
Well, I picked him to win. He lost, but I still wanted him to win, so I got that. I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna go down the line. I'm gonna pick somebody. I, I am picking Tony. I don't know how it's going to happen. I, I am going to say this. I don't know how it's going to happen. I can't tell you. I don't know if it's going to be a decision. I don't know if he's going to catch him. I don't know if he's going to do that. I just think somehow, enough, some way, enough. he's going to pull it off, and it's, it's going to be. Oh my god, this it's going to be tough. It's. This is going to be a war. Oh, this is fight of the night. Huh? This but I is have, so this good. This is fight of the night written all over it. I have said from the inception of this show that Habib will be the toughest test for Tony. And I think he's going to be the one to beat him. I just, I do. But you know what sucks, though? Is I just don't want to see uh, an undefeated Habib get his interim title shoved out of his ass by Conor McGregor. Why not? I just don't want to see it. Because he's, he's too good a fighter. He doesn't deserve an interim title. He should fight for the real title. He shouldn't be an interim champion. Either one of these guys going on to fight Conor's going to be he fun. Take, uh, Habib should take the loss and fight for the real strap. He shouldn't have to fight for an interim title. And this goes back to Jeff's point of all these stupid fucking interim titles that we've been getting lately. Well, whoever one of the, whoever wins this one's going to go out and fight Connor, most likely. So unless Connor decides to be in uh, Lethal Weapon twenty five. No, we already know he's already said he's not doing any movies till later. He turned down the Predator movie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, so we got, we got a couple Tonys. Down, so we got a couple Tonys and a, and a Habib. Is that how it went? Me and Ryan got Tony? Yeah, you guys got Tony and I got Habib. I I got Tony, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I can't wait for that one Saturday, brother. No, it's going to be fucking fun fight. And and Everett's going to be here, so, I I mean, I'm going to be all over, you know, getting him and I fighting with each other (laughs) because he's going to be... He... Is that's that's your that's your example. That's my fucking example. That's your example. It's my shining fucking example is Everett Goddamn Hawkins. Yeah, I you love you. I love you, that. but your blind allegiance is bullshit. <laughs> that's that's your example. You know, you know, you know what's going to happen is Jeff's going to fucking go. He's like, hey, Dave, I'm going to spark up really quick, and boom, Tony. Five seconds in knockout. Dave's Jeff's missed the whole fight. No man, no, I don't. We're gonna have oil. I don't. <laughs> I only leave during. I only left during the fight one time, and that was because it was a fox card. Because generally, you get a lot bigger and longer of a buildup in between no, fights. I, I, no, I just fucking with you. you know, I know. I'm just stating. I don't. You know I don't leave the smoke unless there's just no time. Like, right. No, 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 I know. I, you're I just fucking with you. I know you're fucking with me. I'm just, you I'm know, just we're clarifying. Doing, and, and this time, Dave won't have anyone. Or he, Dave will have someone, sorry. Yeah. Be able to talk to I'll still have to carry it. Yeah, for sure. Fighting <laughs> at round three with the average Joes is going to have a certain... Uh, Certain Ryan Dempsey on the show. Yeah, that's going to be fun trying to manage all fucking all four of us. We're working on... For sure sign on, or... He says uh, yes, still. He keeps saying yes. I I am... He's he's like an AKA fighter. (laughs) Exactly. Promising three, you might get a bonus. He's he's like an AKA fighter, brother. You never know until you see him actually make the walk. (laughs) So, uh, let's finish this up, man. We got a few more fights to cover, and we're, we're, we're going deep. 
Uh, yeah, Rashad Evans finally got cleared to fight, and he's going to be on this card. Unfortunately, he's taking on Daniel Kelly, who was extremely dangerous just to drop Rashad on his head. But, uh, yeah, Rashad making his, his debut at middleweight. Looks cut. Looks amazing. Ripped. Not yeah, his debut. It is his debut at middleweight. Did, chill, son. No. That was at 05. That was, was 205, sir. Was, he was first fight at 185. Was it, was it really? Yeah. He was, fought was, John Jones at 205. Yeah. Let's do a fight. was at 185. No, man. That was to. He was supposed to fight Kennedy at 185, and that was supposed to be his first fight at 185. He couldn't. It didn't get cleared. And it didn't oh. get cleared. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought. Okay, okay. I stand corrected. Okay, cool. Do awesome. your job. You are fired, sir. <laughs> My job is to be wrong, corrected by Jeff. And a pain in my ass most of the time. But I still love you. And that's why I'm still here. It's true. That's a 205 photo. That's not anything like what he looks like. No. no he is cut to a T. Oh, my God. He's ripped. Not I might have been before 205, honestly, because 205 he was supposed to fight at 185, and he looked amazing. No, I mean, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The kitchen, that's right. That's yeah, right yeah, because you were like, yes, yes, you were yes. arguing with how and like I thought that he looked so dehydrated. Yeah, and I was like, no, dude, <laughs> no. he looks fucking ripped. He's oh, cut. He's yeah, gonna fucking rock this. Fight. Oh, he's like, gonna like, fucking. Rashad Evans is gonna. Yes, Rashad's gonna fucking look great in this fight. I think he's gonna beat Daniel Kelly for sure. But I mean, Daniel Kelly's a goddamn Olympic judo guy. Don't, exactly. Don't, don't forget. Don't that. sleep on this fucking yeah, dude, but, man. But how many judo guys do good at UFC? How many? He has. He, the thing is, is he's Ronda? he's got Maybe the skill. Next. He's got the skills to catch you. That's what judo guys have. They got the skills to catch you. They don't they have catch you, but they can't take you down because there's no gi to grab and take you down with. That's when I say I mean, when I say catch you. That's that that's thing. what I mean. A head and arm. You know, they can but catch you. you. Get them. Sorry. Sorry. So that's what I mean. They get the head and arm, and they can flip you, and they can drop you on your head. They can catch you. But it's that's why judo isn't the biggest, you know. That's it's why it's not the most important traditional skill for an MMA fighter. Whereas you know it's more like a muay thai and a jujitsu. But you get a good judoku up there, man, and they can drop your fucking ass pretty quick. I still, I still got Rashad. I got Rashad dominating this one. I think Rashad will do a little bit of a little bit of boxing early on. And then turn it into a, a ground and pound. I just don't see him losing it. It seems to be a, a fair, a fair unanimous decision for for Rashad. Yeah. Either way, I got Rashad winning. However, he does it. I think uh, he's going to look good. I think he at, uh, at middleweight, and uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how he does after uh, the weigh-ins, and you know how he fills back up if he stays as cut as he is, or yeah, you know, because that that picture was taken a while ago. I don't know. Um, in, I mean, a few weeks back, maybe a couple weeks back. I don't know how he's looking we'll these him, days. We'll see him tomorrow for Wayne. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see how how he looks if he still looks that cut if he's uh and how he, and how he feels back out if he feels back out. So we'll just I'm I'm curious to see on on the changes. License. What was that, Ryan? You broke up. I was gonna. Hopefully, they don't they don't decide to take away his license. Man, you are just full of bad jokes and fucking... You're supposed to be, well, like, I mean, happy he and... Was, he was good to go for 206. He was good to go for 205. It just seems like every time Rashad is good to go, something steps in and they're just, like, ripping him of his chance. Like, Why just... do you have to curse it? 
Like, I want to see him fight, but, like... I, I, I don't think you do, because you keep putting the Dempsey curse on everything. Stop it. Well, so... Stop oh, it. Okay, fine. Okay, I'm out. I'm fine. Gonna... Stop it. <laughs> Go, Rashad. Go, Evans. God, why do you got to... Rah, rah, rah. Why do you got to curse everyone, man? <laughs> Putting the Dempsey death touch on shit. Ooh, it's good old DDC. <laughs> DDC? You mean T. You mean T. Dempsey death clutch. No, I said touch. Touch. This isn't the Iron Sheik's fucking camel clutch. I break your back and make you humble. Make you humble. I fuck your ass. You I break your back. Humble, but you, you can't make me humble when I drive your head into the canvas. I break your back. I will fucking break your back and make, make you, you humble, humble as fuck like Hogan. I will make you ha! smoke crack with me and I'll put my snake all over you. Oh, that sounded terrible. That sounded that was really, really fucking bad. Stop trying to come on to me, to Ryan. Snake is so terrible. Look, just because oh, your wife, Lord. everyone involved. Just because oh, your God. wife just had a baby and things are closed off to you does not mean you need to start making advances at me, sir. Yeah, the roller coaster well, shut Dave, down, brother. Dave, your beard. I mean, come on. I am Jeff. Sorry, your beard. I am not interested in <laughs> in your snake or doing crack with you. Neither. Oh, he got real quiet. He's bummed. Oh. He's bummed. Then he hung up. You bummed him out. I broke him. You broke the Dempsey. He quit. <laughs> no crack. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Fuck the both of you. So we got Lando. Dempsey done. Lando Venata taking on David Tamer. And if you don't remember Lando oh, yeah, Venata. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, we got yeah, you. Yeah, here, brother. We thought all you right, just quit. Right, sorry, sorry. I went, there was a lot of sand. For a second, sorry. Yeah, we're good. <clears throat> Continue, Jeff. Uh, Lando Venata taking on David Tamer. Lando Venata, you may remember from his uh, highlight of 2016 knockout over at UFC 206 and uh, coming close to knocking out Tony Ferguson in the first round of his last minute step in fight. I love how much Tony likes to harp on uh, uh, Habib about fighting Daryl Horsher, mm-hmm. but keeps. Forgetting that Lando Venata almost knocked him the fuck out on two weeks' notice. Yeah. And had Lando even been training at all up to the fight, because Lando, he was on Unfiltered last week. And he is talking about, he took the fight, obviously, because the UFC came knocking on his door, but he took the fight also. He had just started fight camp. Like, he was getting ready to take to fight somewhere else and was starting, just starting an eight-week fight camp, like, first week when they called him. So, he blew his whole wad in the first round. I would like to see a Lando Venata in shape take on Tony Ferguson. I really would, because I think it would be interesting to see what happens. Awesome. Well, what about David Tamer? What do you got on this cat? Uh, Tamer, I don't know a lot about. I've heard, I don't either. That's why I was hoping maybe I, you guys I, I've heard guy. You know, I heard the guys at Severe talk about him. Uh, he's on a two-fight win streak over Jason Novelli and, and Martin uh, Svensson. Svensson, thank you. There you, you go. I was going to say Stevenson. Uh, two, uh, both wins last year. So, uh, Ryan, what, do you know anything about this David Tamer? I, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, I don't know too much, but um, the thing that I, I really do like about this fight is, it to me, it gives Venata, who is UFC known, a chance to continue building upward, or it gives this cat who some people know about uh, a chance to shine against a guy that's big. So th- to the UFC, this is a no situation because um, the winner is going to keep on growing. 
Um, I don't see Venata losing based off of his last two performances. Like, that knockout against uh, Vic Desi and the almost knockout of Tony Ferguson. I think Venata has a real serious future um, in the organization, and I think that they're building up the right way with this fight. I'm a big fan of, of Lando Venata. I think he's got a lot of skills. He's got a lot of heart. He's a, he's a good young fighter. He's, he's in his late 20s, so he's got room to grow. And uh, the way he came in was was exciting to see him uh, perform very well against a, a great talent and continue on with the highlight reel knockout. And uh, I like that he's getting um, the spot on this this. Uh, main card of a pay-per-view with with tony ferguson you know that kind of ties in together a little bit story there as well so um david tamer i don't know a little bit much about him so i'm looking forward to see this fight i got lando winning of course i think lando's a great upcoming fighter i think he's a solid solid fighter and his striking is extremely powerful and extremely unique and it's another trend that we're going to continue to see with lando is is some of those uh, heavy heavy kicks have we ever found out why um, Venata has not gone by the nickname uh, Calrissian? Because if he goes by the nickname Landell Calrissian, because he's groovy, he'd man, he's the biggest fucking fighter ever. Too easy. Too easy. But he would have. But every time people Google his name, they would find him and want to see what he's doing. Disney would probably sue him. Birds watching MMA. True, Disney would probably <laughs> Disney sue would him. probably sue him. Yeah. Imagine the UFC makes trading cards or something, and they had to put Lando Calrissian on a, you know, it's probably just Calrissian. If it's Lando Calrissian, it's a copyright. If it's Calrissian, it's just a name, it's the word. He likes groovy. Besides, he's fucking groovy. Cub gave him that nickname. Yeah. Fuck. Name him. What do you think, Jeff? I got Lando. I got Lando by knockout. Second round, probably. Yeah, Lando's a great, great young fighter. Oh, man. I love the kid. He he's super. I was I was super impressed with him when he came in on short notice against yes. Tony. Um, he's so fun to watch. Now the thing we said with Tony and, and Lando came in and he put a he put a little whooping on Tony. Yeah, you know, yeah, he, he and he it didn't. It, the thing was, didn't Daryl Horsher come in and and like challenge? I mean, give Khabib like a little not bit of a really, challenge. Not really. Habib didn't. I don't. I don't didn't and, finish and, him. And I don't, and I don't mean it in the sense that I don't mean it in the sense that uh, he challenged him like Venata challenged Ferguson. I mean it in the sense like uh, he came in and maybe it took uh, it took Habib over a round to beat him. Yeah, it did. I think they went to decision if I remember right. But Habib, it was dominant. I yeah, mean, Habib dominated the fuck and so, out of him. And Tony was like, "Oh, you didn't come in and beat this young rookie in a round. You know, you should have flattened him, right?" Took Tony too, and Tony. Almost got his ass handed to him by a rookie. Yeah. I think that was the whole deal. Ryan, am I wrong on this one? Did did uh, Habib lose to Horsher or not lose to? Did how long did it take Habib to beat Horsher? Third round. Horsher was, I believe, a second round uh, stoppage. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. Oh, I think Horsher. With a second round stoppage to right. Habib, the same way that second? was that uh, that Tony had stopped Venata. I believe that both were second round stoppages. You're right. It was. Right. No, you're right. It was second round uh, oh, stoppage. I yeah. you fucking... You're right. So, 
the whole point of of the Horcher deal was was Tony was like you. You take that little rookie. You should have beat the fucker in the round, you know. Yeah, and almost and got then Venata damn you, you know. Fucking ragdolled him. In exactly. That, in that it, it was ugly. It was really ugly. Yeah, that horse fight was disgusting. Uh, we kind of already touched on this fight, but uh, kicking off the main card, number three, Alistair Overeem, taking on number eight, Mark Hunt. Uh, we should have done. We should have done this fight more than the previous fight because this is the biggest. This is one of the more more one more fun fights of the night. Lando's gonna be a fun fight. Lando's gonna be awesome, brother. No, but I think but I think this one has more 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 interest because of the whole Mark Hunt be the UFC aspect. I don't see much in this fight. I see uh, one big hit from Mark Hunt. And he knocks out Overeem, and then they go home. Mm, I can see Overeem getting him to the ground, and and a la Brock Lesnar earning him. Yeah, definitely. Reem's got good ground game, but I, absolutely, I, I think I, I I think if it's stoppage, I think Hunt stops him. But if Reem gets him to the ground, Hunt's fucked. Oh, he is. He's a fucking turtle on the back when he gets to the ground. Yep. He's got nothing, nothing. That's why he's got no submissions ever. No. Ever. Seventy-five percent knockout, twenty-five percent decision. That's it. That's Hunt. And for me, I'm flipping a coin on this one because I couldn't give two fucks about either one of these guys. No. To be honest with you, I couldn't give two fucks about this fight. To be honest with you, my coin flip landed on Hunt by knockout, so I'm taking Hunt by knockout. Fair enough. I I I don't. I like it. I I could take it. I thought about taking it myself actually, but. It's, I don't know. I just think if, if Reem gets it to the ground, this fight's done with. But I can see Hunt finishing it in the first round. Reem's not the same. He's not Uber Reem anymore. Nah, far from Uber Reem. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll go with Hunt. Let's say DDT. I got Alistar over him. That's my shitty Ryan impression. Ryan? Did he hang up again? Uh, I don't know if he lost him I, or not. I'm, I'm... Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? I think he just jizzed. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. <laughs> I'm going to go Mark Hunt. I think that Mark Hunt has what it takes to... <laughs> I think... I'm All missing right. so much here. Like, I had so much silence there for a long time. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> when you listen back and you hear the way you came back in, you'll understand why. Okay. Oh, what? It's, what? It's one of those technical anomalies that doesn't work in your favor. No, mostly. Yeah. We love you. Yeah, that happens, my brother. Well, I love you guys both. Don't worry. What do you think um, here? I'm thinking Mark Hunt. I think that Mark Hunt has the power to give the, the um, give that walk away knockout punch. But I still have that, that fear that Overeem knows how to make him submit. That's, from their pride days. Definitely does. That's the same point I made too, man. Mark, Mark Hunt's hat to, to Overeem. So, I mean, it's like, he could it be, I mean, it's years ago, but is he in his head? 
but Owen Freeman is knocked out near and uh, Roy Nelson. Uh, uh, Nelson, thank you. <clears throat> like uh, all, all, all of or all of Mark Hunt's walk away knockouts in the past couple of years, he could easily do Overeem if Overeem is tired. I think he does a third round knockout, but I say it very cautiously. But I'm going to go with uh, with Mark Hunt in this fight with the knockout in the third round. Man, third round. Man, if these two make it to the third round, they're going to be sucking wind. Yeah, I think I think if he knocks him out, it's the first round. Easy knockout, right? They're going to and Mark Hunt just throw one punch out. If I think if Mark wins, it'll be round one. If if, if they get out of round one, it's Alistair's fight. Yep. Oh, 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 one second. I just have to wipe up some semen off the floor there. One second, sorry, guys. <laughs> what the Is that English? Fuck. <laughs> well, you guys said that I fucking came at the beginning of the segment. So oh, that's what it sounded like. like. When you came back in, that's exactly it, what it, it really sounded did. like, I was like dude. I can't. I, I gotta hear this fucking intro. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I did. It, it was just a dude, really. It, it was, was like dead, a, dude. It was yeah, dead it was silent. So weird, man. And then you just were like, what? For fuck's sake. Yeah, it sounded like you came, man. And Dave and I both got really concerned. And really weirded out. You really weirded out, Dave. You should be happy. You know, it still works. I mean, dude, it's not my concern if your dick still works. Uh, you just made a kid, so... Well, you said you were concerned. I'm concerned about what the fuck is going on on the other end of the phone, not whether or not your dick works. <laughs> What what this podcast has turned into? You were on a phone. You were piped directly into my ears via headphones, sir. I have you in stereo. I'm going to you... change the, the rating on this podcast. And you jizzed in stereo in my ears. I'm glad you don't have video set up. Oh, Lord. Oh, we will on Saturday for the average show's Fight Night Round 3. Are we going to have video? What? What are you talking about we're going to have video set up? Are you going to Skype in? Oh no, no! I'm just trying to promote our our our, our non-existent video chat. Yeah, our non-existent <laughs> video feed that we don't have. Although I have <laughs> looked at some. Just, everyone should just listen to the average Joe's round three. I have looked are... at some video stuff, some are video equipment. Are you drunk right now? Oh, is that fucking mold? Sorry. Are you drunk right now? No. Oh, you, I you, I mean, I kind of. You sound. Mm. You're sounding kind of Jim Leahy-ish. So, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> Frick okay, off! So I, lo- I you know what I like to not bring up the Jim Leahy references and Dave will get them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can now actually. Frick off! Frick off, babe! I told I told uh, Tony's cat last week when I was at his house. I think the day before the show, his cat was all up in my face, and I told it to frig off, and I did it like <laughs> Randy. It's like frig off, frig go- off, frig off, Ghostface Kitty. Oh, honestly, nothing beats saying frig off to people. Yeah, you, you, you get frig off. They're just like, what? You frig, get frig, frig off, off when I'm really pissed. Frig, like, if I tell you to fuck off, you you should be thankful. If I tell you to frig I off, I can take my shirt off, or sorry, if I take my pants off, it's gonna get real. Yeah, because you're already on. not wearing a shirt. It's fucking on. All right, so 
What is, the main card looks fucking awesome. Main card, I'm good. excited for it. That's what we're going to be covering uh, on the flight night when we go live. Yep. You know, we're going to, uh, you know, those five fights, that's usually enough by the time we get done with those after three, three and a half hours. We're pretty much fucking spent. Even though we'll already be here the whole time watching. All we the will be. I think we're going to actually turn on the fucking. Uh, We'll probably turn on about 15, 20 minutes, maybe half an hour before, so yeah. just to, to talk about, give a little wrap-up of what we see beforehand. Yeah. You know, just give a little lead-in, bullshit a little bit, but uh, we typically do the main card in two parts. You know, maybe the first couple fights. Depends on, depending on how long the fights go, we usually break it on two fights on one and three fights on the other. Whatever, whatever. It's a lot of fun. We've been getting big numbers on downloads for the fight nights. People have been loving it. I've been getting good feedback, so... We're going to keep doing it as long as you guys keep loving it and we keep loving it. I'm excited. I think it's a lot of fucking fun. We're going to... Uh, we're gonna set up down here. We're gonna get when we get the different the new table because this one's on its way out. Um, we're gonna mount the TV right here. Yeah. These are going away. I got a new monitor that I'm ordering, 34 inch monitor. We're gonna go to a single monitor here and the second TV here. So fuck yeah. Instead of going back and forth on the monitors here, it's gonna be monitor back and forth to the TV. I so fucking like that. We're getting a setup, brother. We're fuck getting a hookup. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Uh, it's uh, about a, I think it's a 50 or 52 and the TV that I have in here is going to go out here Jesus alright yeah, it's going to be great so we got to back this up a little bit so that you and I when we watch that, that big of a TV yeah, you know we have to be back a little further. So, if that ends up being too big, we're gonna put. I'll probably put a 34 up there instead because that might be more. Yeah, a, a 4K 34 inch might be a bit better. Um, so I have that on my uh, in my list for yeah, uh, Amazon. So we we Fucking might use that man. instead. Fucking but we're getting the hookup down here, man. And uh, my cousin Matt is on building us a new yeah, table. Yeah, Matt's gonna really hook us up with that. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. Yep, we got the specs for that, and uh, just waiting for spring as long as as soon as it's a little warmer because he has no heat in his garage, right, in his work area. So. He doesn't want to be out there when it's freezing ass cold. He's a fucking genius woodworker, man. I can't wait to you. see this thing, man. He's going he's gonna to fucking lay it down, and we're going to be solid. So, uh, yeah. Some decent fights on the prelims. We won't, we're not even really going to get into it too much. No. Um, the, I guess the be- best fight is uh, Mirsad Bektik and, and Darren Elkins. Uh, Yuri Alcantara is also on the card. Um, it's always. I, take it on Darren Luke Sanders. Is always a fun fight. Yeah. I love, I love oh, stupid fucking tattoo. Oh, that tattoo he got. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I forgot the Bear Jews fucking fighting. Paul Craig. Going to be headlining the early prelims. Taking on uh, Tyson Pedro, who uh, I guess is Lando is a teammate of Lando Venata, so it means he's a Jackson Wink guy. Awesome. Yeah, I just saw that on Twitter. The only <laughs> the, the fight that I, I, I'm into. Oh, look, they gave her a the, Oh, they just got the a picture. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Bobby Cooper just got added to the card like two or three weeks ago, taking on newcomer Cynthia uh, practices Cynthia Cavello. Uh, Easy for you to say. Cavello is out of, uh, I believe she's out of Team Alpha Male. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. It's, uh, she didn't have when we looked at it. Literally, that was an hour and forty minutes ago. We took a look at it. And she didn't have a picture up uh, posted on the site, and now she's now she's in full color and. Uh, it's going to be a good fight. I'm looking forward to that fight as well. I love me some Amanda Bobby Cooper. Yeah, so, so uh, sexy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this fucking card, guys. That should be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. She's so sexy. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the page 
because we got a lot yeah. of stuff in here. Why don't you lead me into what this news uh, that I'm going to be reading mm-hmm. off is all about? So uh, earlier, I mean, we've talked before he had re-signed as of last week or two weeks ago, but George St. Pierre is back and now officially has a fight in the UFC. Uh, as broken... Hey, uh, uh, Jeff. Oh. oh, my God, dude. What? Can you say his name right for the sake of the show? The fuck are you talking just, just about? Wondering. Can what you the... just say Jorge Saint-Pierre? No. Just say I, it? I won't. I fucking will not. Bust your fucking nuts, you know me. God damn it, I will not, motherfucker. Um, yeah, GSP's back and broken by Diz about a week ago that he was going to be taking on uh, Bisbing, and people got real pissed, real pissed. Um, briefly so. Really? Some yes, some no. There's merit no, to some, there is some not to like, other. I, I, I'm going to speak this from a couple of a couple of ankles. I'm going to speak it from the MMA fan. Awesome for just being at this fight. I will speak it from the real fan. It should be fucking Romero getting this tele shot, and it should be GSP fighting uh, Rockhold or Souza to this... get the number one fight. Well, this... Speaking from the UFC point, this is money. This is a prize There's fighting three business. three different angles to look at it from. Guess whose angle the UFC gives a fuck about? Green. Yeah, oh, the UFC doesn't give a fuck about anyone but themselves. Green, baby. And, uh, you know, there's there's people, oh, he's ducking, dude. Uh, Bisbing's ducking, Bisbing's ducking. Did you know Bisbing was offered this fight in October originally? Like when George was supposed to be coming back for 206, Bisbing was offered this yeah, fight before no, no, before no, Henderson? No. So... I, I, well, well I, when when GSP re-signed, or when this fight was broken, uh, or, or maybe, maybe actually not this fight, maybe, I, I told you guys back in October, I, I told you, I offered you guys the chance... Like, I would bring you guys to Toronto for GSP's return fight for the middleweight title fight against Bisbing. Mm-hmm. And no. Then, you were saying I, he was going to fight no. Diaz in Toronto. Shut was, up. No, 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 no. You're right, you're right, you're right. You called my bluff. Of course I called uh, your bluff because you, you're full you, of shit. Not my bluff. My bluff. You called my wrong. I did say uh, GSP was coming back to fight Diaz. I told you guys that GSP was going to fight, uh, was going to be coming back to the UFC, and he was going to fight Diaz. I told you guys that. Yes. And then about six weeks ago, a boot. Michael Bisbing did say, "I'm going to fight GSP." Yeah. So I I said that to you. He was coming back. It was just a matter of time. Yes, and I'm the one that pointed out to you that he would be fighting Bisbing. Me. I did that, not you. If, if Don't take credit for my no, fucking no, shit. No, I didn't point it to myself. Bisbing pointed it out to me when he told I me. I pointed it out to you that Bisbing said it. I'm the one that fucking brought it up. Bisbing said it before. Right, and I'm the one that brought it up in conversation. I'm the one that fucking said, yeah, Bisbing is going to be fighting GSP. Watch. And you argued how with me could, then. How could you say 
Bisbing's gonna fight him before Bisbing said it. I didn't say I said it before Bisbing said it. I said I'm the one that brought it up to you. I brought it up in conversation to us in our group, and you argued with me Why? then that it wasn't gonna happen. When he fucking said it, and you argued with me then that it wasn't gonna happen. So when 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 did you say Bisbing was fighting GSP? When Bisbing said it, I'm when the story broke that they were that Bisbing had said he was going to be fighting GSP before the fight ever got so announced. When Bisbing fought when Bisbing said Does this matter? he was going to fight GSP at all. You told Not really. Me Bisbing would fight GSP. So then the fight was presented. A lot of people have said that Bisbing is ducking Yoel by taking this fight. When presented with a fight for X amount of dollars and to fight GSP, George St. Pierre, career making money, the fight that yes. when you were when you are someone like like Michael Bisping, when you were coming up as a fighter, the age that you are, the era that you came up on, GSP was part of that Mount Rushmore of fighters that you wanted to face to form your legacy. He was the first one to bring a million. Anderson Silva was one of them as well. Michael Bisping got that fight, and Michael Bisping, for his own personal sake, Dan Henderson was one of those as well. And he got that fight. GSP is one of those as well. He's got now. He has the opportunity to get that fight. Why would he say no? There's no reason for him to say no. He really wants this GSP fight for himself. He's third. He's in his late thirties. He's been fighting in the yeah. UFC for what ten plus? Um, no, no, no. Who? Um, who was the guy on Facebook that that you were talking with? There's a lot Dale. of guys. He's on talking Facebook. about. No, no, he's no, talking about my conversation. Man. He's talking about there my conversation with Dale. It was. It was. Jeff yes. Yes. And yes. One guy going back and forth. Dale. It was Dale. It was. Dale. It was a friend of the show, Dale. And right. Dale commented. Oh, Dale, Dale Lineberry. Yes. Lineberry Lineberry. Yes. Now. So, no, no, sorry, I just wanted to get the name right. So I just want you to go on, sorry. Yes, now Dale commented on your little meme you put up about Bisbing ducking Romero and started calling Bisbing a pussy. Yeah, well, and, oh, I'm I got so, oh, I'm with you so much, so let it roll, Jeff. So I, I said, you know, I'm sick of seeing people call him a pussy or saying that he's ducking him. And then I, I cleared a couple things. The Hendo fight was asked for by the UFC, not Bisbing. Bisbing didn't go to the UFC and say, let me get Hendo. That's the fight I want because that's the fight that's going to fucking cement my legacy. No, the UFC said, hey, Hendo's on his way out. He wants one last crack at it. He's a fucking legend. Would you do us a favor and take it? Sure, let me get rid of a loss off my record and headline a card in England. Cool. No problem. Uh. You know, and, and and to the same point that you said, Dave, if you're offered GSP, you fucking take GSP because that's life-making money. It's just like anybody offered a fight with Conor McGregor. You take that fight because no matter what, that's life-changing money. He wanted right. the fight, too. Do, and he wants the he, fight, he too. He wants to challenge himself to face this guy that he's looked up to and so many people of his generation, his era, his whatever you want to call it, have looked up to as being this guy that is, you know, on the Mount Rushmore. He wants this challenge. He wants this fight. And who knows if he's going to ever have this opportunity again. Yoel is going to be there again. Who knows if GSP would ever, if he would ever have this opportunity again. 
He might not. You're He's probably not up. going to. I don't think so. It's either. the biggest fight he can. It's the biggest fight he can make. That's it. Like, like I, I want to see Bisping versus Romero so much because I think that Romero is a very deserving champion. Sure. But, but Bisping and GSP have worked for years in combat, whereas Romero has worked in wrestling. Romero has not a lot of head trauma. Bisping just be have. Especially GSP. Title. You know that anybody, if you fight Souza or Rockhold, you're going to fucking win that. And you're going to fight the winner. Romero is going to be the title holder by year's end. If not, if GSP Bisping happens in October because of the scheduling, Romero's going to be the champion come March, like, we all know that, like, it, like, it, it, it's a weird situation, it's a weird fight, it's a weird setup, there's a lot of things to take into consideration, but, Bisbee GSP is gonna sell a lot of tickets. Uh, that's the whole thing, is it sells, it's going to sell pay-per-views, which is what you need. It's going to make your company, if you're WME, a shit ton of money. The problem is, I don't think it was the best fight that they could have made for for GSP as far as a return. I I think Anderson or or Diaz is is a better fight and would have made more money. Best fight. It's the best fight they could have made for his return. No, it's a better fight for his return. He's gonna get name a better name one better fight for his return that will fight you. Anderson Silva, Nick Diaz, Nick Diaz. Anderson, okay, Anderson Silva. Did you see Dad Body at two thousand at uh, UFC two hundred and uh, and Derek Brunson? Yeah, I... Nick Diaz. I was at the Molson Center when GSP dominated Nick Diaz. There's me. No preview sales when he beats him again. You he don't think you price. wait a minute? You <laughs> shut your You've goddamn. Lost your you mind. have lost your fucking mind if you don't think that Diaz and fucking GSP <laughs> sells pay per views. No, 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 Get no, no, the no. fuck no, out of no. here! I don't if care. You've lost. Your I don't mind. give a shit Nate if GSP. Nate Diaz will sell more fights. Fuck off! Nick you are. Diaz. You're higher than oh, me man. right now. No, 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 no. Nick Diaz no, and GSP no, won't no, sell no. pay per views. No, Anderson Silva. And Nick Diaz had their chance, and they blew it. Nate Diaz has a great shot against George St. Pierre. Nate Diaz is not fighting George St. Pierre at 185 pounds. 155 against an 85. And George is not making 170. Who brought this guy in the show? Me. My bad. I'll bring Tony back next week. Yes. I'm going to go to some comments on, uh, and some questions and comments on this topic on the page we've gotten. Uh, I posted some stuff to a lot of the listeners, and they obliged. Uh, Dale's was a little long, so I'm going to par- paraphrase just a little bit because a lot of it we can't answer because it was, where's it going to happen? Who's going to judge? Who's going to ref? We can't Vegas, answer that. We, that's where it's going to happen. Well, we, and we can't answer who's going to judge it's it. Who's happen g- in Montreal. Bullshit. Um, Dana already uh, said it's not going to fucking Canada. Mm-hmm. It's not going to Canada. It's going to happen in fucking no, no, Vegas. Uh, no, it, it, it has to be a Vegas fight it ha- because they have to get GSP's name back up before it goes back to Canada. 
He's very huge in Canada, but they want to get his name big again in the States. They're going to have to spend a shitload of money anyway reintroducing him to fans because he's been out for exactly. almost four fucking yeah. years. Yeah. No, well, well, well not, not four, but All, three and, I said three almost months, four. Yeah. Almost not four. Almost. It's, it's closer to three years, Jeff, but I'm here to bust your balls. It's not, but anyway... Oh, it is. You're, you're fucking. Just shut up. Before I make. <laughs> just shut up before I make Dave hang up on you. Dale said uh, we won't be able to answer that part because we don't know yet. But he said the GSP, the uh, uh, the glory that we knew about him, could be smoking mirrors now. Um, and he's and he's hoping that he knocks out. But he's hoping that he knocks out Bisping's one good eye. So the more he sees. Of a guy like Bisping, who's been, uh, who was already knocked out and destroyed by Anderson. He has a belt he doesn't deserve, and he's making a a mockery of competitors in the fan base. I got him. He's just, he's really upset about Bisping uh, getting to where he's at right now after over some what he, he really considers bad officiating, bad judging that's led up to this point. And to his point, Sorry. there's been a, uh, a been a slew of bad judging and bad officiating that's gone on rampant over the, like the past six months. Sorry, Dave. Do you see um, a belt he didn't deserve? That's what Dale said. Yes. Okay. Why? Why didn't he deserve it? Sorry, I tried yeah, to get I, that. I tried to get the same answer out of him. He he doesn't. He didn't really clarify. Hold on. He's, he just feels like he doesn't. Okay. Okay. Look. 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 Here's my thing. And I, 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 I know that Jeff, I... you, and uh, and and Dale had the conversation um, on the Michael Bisbing situation. Mm-hmm. And 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 Dale had mentioned him uh, Bisbing getting knocked out, and the buzzer went. And it was a hard fought win, I think Dale said against uh, Anderson Silva. No, I said but, that he had the heart. He felt no, like he no, lost no, to Anderson no, no, Silva. No, no, uh, Dale, Dale said that um, Dale said that uh, Bism was knocked out by Silva and had a hard fought win against uh, Henderson. No, he didn't. Um, say I that thought, I have I it. I think he, I have it right in front of me. It, okay, maybe, maybe it was you that that you said it. But okay, he said he was. Bisping has 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 had an eye eye knocked out, but and since the his eyes was knocked out, he's come back, and he's fought and fought and fought, and he's beaten champion, champion, champion. He went from Mooney set and he won the middleweight huddle, and then he went five rounds and. He destroyed uh, Anderson Silva in a decision. It may have been very, very close, but he did lend a lot of. He outboxed Anderson Silva, it, which is insane to say because it shouldn't have happened. And then he went up and took two H bombs and beat uh, Dan, uh, Dan Henderson. So you can't say that uh, that Michael Bisbing is not a worthy champion. You have to, you have to have some some uh, Ryan very good champion like like you can't argue the fact that the Michael Henry uh, sorry sorry uh, you can't say that Michael Bisbee is not worthy of a, uh, a shot against GSP 
the bigger question is, should GSP be jumping up to 185? That's the bigger question for, for where we're at. You have to have some consistency, though, Ryan. The, the previous discussion, you you, just, you talked about Anderson Silva's dad bod and didn't do this and couldn't do that, but then this time you said he outboxed Anderson Silva. Oh, my God, it's the greatest thing. It's, it's either, I mean, he's either awesome or he's he's not awesome i mean there's there's a thing here but the the point being is um is i think what dale's main issue is is how is i think it's just the officiating he's he, i don't it well he admittedly he doesn't like bisping either that's that's the that's the thing too is that, he's not he's not, he's not a bisping fan yeah that was jeff you're 100 right there's a piece there are too many people that are against Michael Bisbing. Jeff's 100% right. I'm going to move on to Paul Jackson. He said, I always thought that GSP was too small to handle guys like Rockhold, Wyman. That cut down from 220 or so. Yeah, probably. <sighs> uh, 85 is... Uh, we're going to see how he does at 85. 170 has been GSP's home. Um, not a lot to say on that one. Uh, Gary Rose, a uh, good friend of mine that I've known for very, for so very long. Uh, glad to hear from Gary again. My biggest concern is the rust on GSP. He has been on the shelf for a while now. Yes, it's three plus years. Uh, but at the same time, Bisping has zero jaw left. So even a rusty GSP could crack him once and put him down. Regardless, as long as GSP doesn't take uh, doesn't take down and hold, it'll be a fun fight. I okay, just to check that point for a second. Mm-hmm. You can't say that he has zero jaw left mm-hmm. when the dude hasn't been knocked out. Mm-hmm. He talked two H-bombs. Yeah. Two. Has, sorry. Oh, my God, Ryan. Let's go. Two H-bombs. Didn't get knocked out. Won the fight over five rounds. Yeah. Uh, took a fucking knee to the face. Was out, quote, unquote. I mean, he was, but, the, the you know, it wasn't, wasn't a stoppage. He came back and won that fucking fight over five rounds. You cannot say the dude doesn't have a jaw left. He's got a goddamn jaw made of fucking iron. Yeah, he's a tough, tough man. What do you see, Ryan? Ryan? Um, so you, you, guys cut, you guys cut off. Sorry, I missed a lot of what you said. I just was saying how it's, you cannot really say that the guy has zero jaw with what he has taken, just even over his last three fights. For the uh, Bisbee GSP? Just saying that Bisping has no jaw left is what Gary's point was, and that GSP. Oh, fuck. Like, 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 the the fight will not be a matter of uh, of, of jaw life. Like, it won't be. Like, it's gonna be a ground fight. Like, GSP will take the fight to the ground. He'll try. Like, there's no try. He will try. Everyone, sa- everyone said GSP will not take John Fish once to the ground. Can't take BJ Penn went to the ground. He can't take Jake Shields went to the ground. Can't take Koscheck. You know what the, the you know what the difference in all those every things time, are. But do you time, but but do you know what the difference with those things are? He was fighting fighters his own size. He's going to be giving okay, up a fuckload. No, no, that that is very that, that is very fair. And Bisbing has but really good takedown GSP, defense. You don't think that GSP cut from? 200 to 170? No, I don't. I don't at all. I I do not. I believe, because I know for a fact that GSP at 170 was a good GSP, but a 185 GSP would be even better. 
I know for a fact. I, I, I You can't, I can't say you know for a fact because you don't. Say, you don't have a fact to back that up because he's never fought it anywhere but 170. But when someone has to cut weight to get there, that means that they're practicing at a weight higher up. Practicing and fighting are two different things. Michael cuts from oh, well over 200 to get to 185. And that's I why, don't and think that's GSP why, was cutting why, from one side. And that's why this being a 205 had a lot of good wins. They did not hit. Well, see, uh, Gary, what happens with, with GFP, if he even has any rust, because Joe Rogan addressed this on his show and said, you know what, a lot of guys have rust when they come back, but GSP is a cat that doesn't quit training, never stopped going to the gym. He's so experienced that the jitters don't really affect a dude like him, so he doesn't think that uh, he's going to see some of the rust the that, that normal fighters see, and I don't think that he's – that he's going to see the normal – he's going to see some rust. And, Everyone's and, got some and, rust on him, but he's not going to have the, what a normal you – know, you see a regular guy have. And, and, and Dave, that, Dave, that's perfect. Because oh, um, – sorry, yeah, Jeff. I didn't say anything. We're going to uh, finish oh, up sorry. this one. I got some more questions to go, and we're, we're getting real short on time. Okay, oh, sorry, guys. Go on, then. Go on. Go on. No, go on. All right, we got another one here from John Davis. There are two. Uh, we're the contenders who are next in line. As happy as I am with GSP coming back. He's holding the division. He's holding up the division because if he wins, he'll go back down for the welterweight belt, which pushes Masvidal and Maya back even further. I really don't like this fight. Uh, he could have come back without a belt being on the line, uh, but I am still going to watch. Uh, this holds up uh, uh, the the division. If he if he goes to one eighty five, let's say he does win, do you guys see him staying at eighty five and defending that title and continue to going on? What do you see? Um, let's go on on the um, assumption that GSP wins this title at one eighty five. Uh, does he stay at one hundred eighty five and defend that title and go on a title run? I don't believe he goes back to one seventy ever. No, does it go back to one seventy no. ever? No way. Does it go back to 170 ever? No. Nope. If he stays, if he wins the title at 185 pounds, does he, Jeff, does he stay at 185 and continue to defend it until he loses it? Yeah, I don't think he's going to oh, win it. So. Thank he you, Jeff. Loses the 185 pound belt, he's gone. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for answering the question <laughs> for me. Appreciate We're, it. We got so, one more. I, sorry. We got one more. From, Nothing, Ryan. We got Nothing. one more from Paul Jackson. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's never lost his belt. Anytime the champ can come back and get a title shot if they left uh, uh, 20th of gold around the waist. Uh, it's the, different when it's your own weight class. Uh, with, oh, without IV use. Uh, this is GSP's first fight back without IV use. That's why he's not going to 70 anymore because uh-huh. he, can't, he can't make the cut without the IV. Good, good thing. Good comment by Paul Jackson there. Um, this is a completely different set of rules that GSP's numbers fought under before. That's you guys think that's why we're seeing eighty five instead of seventy. Yeah. Yes. I think I think the IV man has a le- lot to do with it. That's a legit uh, reasoning behind it. I think could so. be. I think so. I mean, cutting from probably around one ninety. Right. We don't we don't even need to touch on EBI eleven. Uh, Sunday night no, EBI eleven is happening. We don't have time. Deal. I really don't think it's a big deal. You don't see uh, – yeah, I mean, Ryan, you think maybe age uh, has something to do with it? Okay, like, and, 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 I, and I always have told you guys, like all of our listeners, and you guys know that I'm a – like GSP is my 
He, he, it's Mount Rushmore. He's my George Washington. Mm -hmm. He's my number one. Um, he's 34 or 35 years old. Like, it's, like when you get older, you, you can't cut weight the right way. It's going to happen. He's not going to be able to, like, cut down to 170 as easily as he did, like, five, six years ago. Like, when I was 17, I could weigh at 150. When I was 27, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, 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 man. We're uh, we're just wrapping her up. We're wrapping her up, man. It's uh, Thin Lizzy's playing. Okay, so, no, no, no. I hear, I heard, Sorry, I heard, I heard a lot of clicking there. Yeah, I had to get the music playing. I had to get the mule kicking. So uh, we're gonna get this thing wrapped up because we're running out of time. But we're gonna be back Saturday night. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have the boys live in the house. Two oh nine is gonna be kicking. We're going to have some titles on the line and some more bullshit interim titles, but we're going to have a great time. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward, forward to, it. to it as well. Uh, final thoughts? I, no, I just, you got mine. I'm looking forward to this weekend, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, um, you know, whether you, you love Tony for who he is or you rather love him for he's a fighter or whether he's not, I, I'm sure a lot of people from the ski are going to be tuning in to watch that Oh, fight. absolutely. Ryan, go ahead. Final thoughts? Um, you know, it's funny, um, I was gonna say, um, you know, last fall, you guys asked me to come on the show as just a little commentary breakdown some crap, and we ended up becoming a trio of, uh, friends, and our show is growing, um, but, uh, Sunday, Sunday morning, uh, the amount of, uh, love that I received, from our listeners when my son was born really made me understand how much uh, um, people listen to us and really like do give back to, 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 to life like you know like it, it society is, is amazing um, thank you to everyone who has given me love for my son first who has reached to me and thanks to you Jeff to you Dave you guys have been there since uh, I brought the news to you. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm speechless to, uh, to what this show is giving me. And I, and I thank everyone for it. Well said, my friend. Well said. Uh, once again, congratulations to you. Welcome to the newest little Joe, Connor. I'm uh, glad to hear you and the and the wife and the family are all doing well. Uh, my final thoughts: uh, check out Cage Warriors Saturday before the card starts on Fight Pass, uh, and also Sunday evening check out EBI, EBI 11. Gordon Ryan uh, coming up to take Gary Tonin's title because Gary Tonin said he's not going to come defend it and let Gordon have it. So that's my final thoughts for Ryan and Dave. I'm Jeff. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back Saturday night for Fight Night Round 3. Thanks again for listening to the Average Joe's MMA Show.